Here we are. What are you doing? What What is going on here? Why aren't you doing an intro? <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? I was wondering if... Dude, could you hear the intro start playing? Yeah, I heard it just a little bit. Oh, okay. I heard, I heard that... I was like, is he going to notice that we started this episode? Let's yeah. see if he does an intro. <laughs> and, then he, and then you attempted to do something. I was like, I heard it and I was waiting for you to go and I'm like... Wait a second, he's not doing an intro. What's going on here? <laughs> Freak out a little bit. I bit. can't do this on my own. <laughs> Shout out to the GOAT 14. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast. Alright, I'm gonna clutch this. Alright, I'm gonna clutch this. <laughs> oh god. We've been we've been on Call of Duty for too long. A lot. <laughs> Quite a lot. Quite a lot. And we met the greatest player of all time. The GOAT. GOAT 14. Let me tell you about GOAT name. 14. This kid was probably 14 years maybe, old. Maybe that's why he's GOAT 14. Yeah. That's I'm, what I'm supposing. That's what I'm going to assume. I think he was a little bit younger. He sounded a little bit younger. Yeah. 14 year olds don't get that scared. Usually they have a like a like an unreasonable amount of confidence. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When you once you turn 12 or 13, you usually get an unreasonable amount of confidence. And video you, and video games. When you shouldn't have yes, it. Yes. Yes. And uh, he was playing with me, Trev, and Hardy on the on the Call of Duty and he carried us to a victory basically. This poor kid, <laughs> this poor kid, he, we're doing pretty good. He's like, dude, you guys are good. You guys are good. And we told him at the beginning of the match, you want a war zone win, pal? Stick You're with, with the squad. Stick yes. with us. And he listened. And he listened. And then right at the end, we ran in, got pinched by two teams. We were and, pinned down. And there was. They were pinned down. And three of us. We're, we're dead. Yeah. And the GOAT 14 was left all by himself. <laughs> this this poor 11, year, 12-year-old kid. And the circle was small. Quite a few people left. And he clutched it up. He freaked out. He ran to a bus station <laughs> as quick as he could. He ran to a bus station as quick as he could. Bought, bought, us, a, bought us back. Then and then died, immediately died. Then died and said, don't worry about buying me back. You guys, you guys win this. this for us. And I had never had so much, like... Desire to impress this kid. I've, I've never, I wanted to win so bad. I've never just wanted for him. to win so bad. Just, just so I could say that we did that for him. I turned into to a sergeant. I, I was mean, just like, I mean, I thought I was in. in some people, war some people talk time. about, some people talk about the clutch gene, oh. and when that kicks in, oh. that, the clutch in. gene kicked in, kicked in hard. Yes, it did. I mean, and we I, like, I was so focused, I have trouble remembering it. I can't. I like. I. I know every we once in a while, every once in a while, I'll hear like a fan go off, and I'll start to get flashbacks. But <laughs> go fourteen, go fourteen. Where's he at? Uh, welcome to episode fifty-three. Fifty-three. One after the year. Yep. One after the full year of us doing this podcast. We've got a lot of Call of Duty talk because there's not much else we can do on quarantine. Yep, that's pretty much it. We're gonna be. We've been streaming. Everybody, come watch. Yes. Uh, my YouTube, our YouTube channel, Trapdoor to Hell. You can subscribe to it. Go ahead and watch. You know, watch some of the videos. We got a couple wins on there. Yeah. If anybody knows, if anybody's good at coming up with titles for YouTube videos, I can really appreciate it because I just drop. <laughs> he mic. just he just throws the date out there. And I mean, it's hard enough for me to come up with episode titles for this. Yeah, I have to really like remember what we talk about. What we talked about. Yeah. Uh, we are a, a you know. If you weren't to expect this, we are pretty decent at the game. <laughs> we're, we're, we're okay. I think we're in a pretty good spot. Yep. Um, we're going to have PTSD from it. 
Absolutely. Yeah. We we are already we're already find ourselves when we're watching shows and movies and stuff. Referencing it. Constantly. Referencing it constantly. What was it? Two weeks ago, we were both talking about how we were like dreaming about not not being in the game, dreaming about sitting and playing the game, <laughs> which is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> it's a ridiculous thought. <laughs> it is. When you say it out loud, it's like, oh, that's This is what weird. happens when you don't let me go to the movie theaters. Exactly. When you don't let me go out places without having to wear a mask. Because <clears throat> now I just don't want to go anywhere. Yeah, I'm going to have to go to the fucking store today. Make sure you wear a mask, my friend. I'll bring a bandana. There you go. Get a really cool one and show off. I have really cool ones. Should I wear the one with the Confederate flag on it? No, no, I don't, <laughs> I don't think you should go I that I can't route. believe they're making you wear masks. I'm not surprised. I don't know how they're going to enforce it, but then there's, there's like certain specifications to it, too. It's like if you're... Under the age of 12, it's not required. And then under the age of 2, you're not supposed to wear a mask at all because of suffocation. Yeah, yeah, it's suffocation. Like, you can't wear a mask. Yeah, and then they were saying if you're doing any sort of physical activity, so if you're just running, you don't have to wear a mask. So when you go to the store, just start sprinting around the store because they can't make you wear a mask because you could just say this is my exercise. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. This is what happens when you let them take... You know, I'm all I'm all for trying to beat the virus. I'm all for trying to beat the virus, and I understand that it kills people and stuff like that. But trying to protect people's lives to this far of an extent no. is going to take your civil liberties one by one. Amen, brother. That's the only thing it's going to. And like, I'm not saying like just fucking go out there and let everybody die. No. If everybody does a good job of trying to monitor themselves, stay away from other sick people. If you're in contact with other, you know, older people, no. be safe. Don't go out to the stores. But I don't go. I'm not going around old people. Nope. If I'm sick, I'm gonna quarantine myself. Yeah. Why do I have to go to to you know wait in line at a store outside? Yeah. Like, exactly. What the fuck is it? What? Uh, I'm not sick. If somebody else is sick. And it gets me. Oh well, that's you know that fucking sucks. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna quarantine myself from old people. Yeah. If you're around from people with, we, it's, we it's, keep talking about this every they're, fucking week. They're trying to stop the stupid, the stupid people. It's like that. That's the problem. It's it's that there are stupid fucking people in this world who, even if they have the symptoms, will still go out and do things. It's those fucking idiots. And, I, and, and, and don't and don't else. and don't freaking come come at us and say that you know we don't know anything. You can be I don't get uh, no, You can be non symptomatic and still have it. It's just like any other disease. I hate having my silver liberties pulled. So that's... I don't like I don't like government in general. So when they try to interject into my life, it's I, this I is don't what, like it. This is this is what the amendments are meant to protect. Yes. But if you keep, you know, um, amending the amendments to give us then less rights, give us less rights, and may and you know div do these different, you know, if the government's able to so easily put these different laws in yeah. that take away our, our you know, our, our our self rights that we have as a you know as a people of this country, yep. then what's the point of having them in the first place? Yep. But, I mean, that also goes to the fact that people are starting to think that socialism is a good idea again and stuff like that. But yep. I do digress. We were talking and about Call of Duty. There's your political... Well, see, that's the problem. <laughs> we're talking about this war video game, and it's getting us into politics yeah. now, pal. Yeah. You know we don't dive into the politics now, Trav. We don't do it. It's just... It's just ridiculous. Yeah. 
Just very ridiculous. So Absolutely. What, what's new with you, pal? Whole lot of nothing. The same thing that's new with you, basically. Nothing. Yeah. Just staying at home constantly. Oh, I forgot to take my Harper medication. Hopefully, oh, it no. does, hopefully it doesn't onset by the time this podcast ends because I don't want to press pause. I want to be able to just go through this and then I'll take my pill after. Yep. Yeah, so same old shit, different week, you know? Let's get into some news here. Let's get some baseball. Oh, news. before that. Oh, oh. Before that. Before that. Um. Never mind. Go into some what? baseball news. <laughs> Well, now I'm very intrigued. Did you forget or you just don't want to talk about it? I was it? wondering if we had, we we're going to have some more comments on our March Madness bracket. But I realized nobody said anything, so. <laughs> yeah, nobody gives a shit about our March Madness. Fast food uh, bracket. Nobody even cared that we elected Little cared. Caesars. Nobody oh. even cared, and that goes to show you that nobody cares. All right, so baseball news. A-Rod and J-Lo are working with Citibank to try and get funds together to buy the Mets. Now, the Mets are one of those organizations that they go back and forth whether they think they're ran terribly or they're ran good. Because we've talked about in the past of some of the moves they made and some of their... Their remember, remember we talked about it with like their ago. draft class and stuff like that yeah, was the, so good, the but the then they, they, they make moves like... They get screwed by moves like the closer from, yeah. um, who's that, Edwin? Edwin Diaz, I Diaz think. Diaz from, from Seattle, Seattle with yeah. the Robinson Cano. They got screwed in that deal. It was a good deal, but, you know, they've just been kind of screwed. So I don't know if getting A-Rod in for ownership is well going to change. Hearing all the, the Mets fans talk about it, they hate the Wilpons, who are the owners yeah. now. yeah. Uh, I don't know if they'd be. More I, I understand happy they hate about, them. Yeah. I, I don't know if they'd be more happy with a Rod, but I mean he's a baseball-minded guy, so he knows the ins and outs of yeah the, Derek, of the game. But Derek Jeter also is the uh, you know part part, part owner of the of the Marlins, Marlins and that Look at what that franchise is in joke. the shithole. Yeah. yeah. They thought they were gonna rebuild, but their rebuild just looks like shit. But right isn't now. Derek Jeter like part of a ownership group, and they just yeah. make him the head of it, he's, and then they make bad decisions? He's like, yeah, he's the face of the ownership, ownership group, group. Yeah, but he doesn't real. I don't think he really makes baseball moves. Basically. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand how that works. So is A Rod gonna buy the team? He wants, him, he him wants and J Lo. Him and J Lo are gonna own the team. Straight up own the team. Yeah, I'm. I I like I like things like that. I I like ownerships like that because they're more personal than when groups yeah. buy them and then have one guy lead it. Because is this guy actually making or does he have to? He you know he has to go to a whole board. Yeah. Who knows who on this board because they're all hidden behind you know a bunch of curtains. Yep. yep. Who knows who's saying who's really what about your ownership? Who's really calling the shots? Who's got these certain ideas? Yeah. I don't know. It's tough coming from our point of view as A's fans. We're we're not too far far of our own owners. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, but uh, just announced I think about an hour ago the punishment for Alex Cora. Yeah, I just seen that. Uh, he gets nothing for the Red Sox. Basically, he he was found, they couldn't find anything. Uh, wrong, wrong, no wrongdoings while he, he was while with he was the Red with Sox. Boston. So he's gonna serve that suspension through twenty twenty just for. Uh, with the Astros, the stuff with the Astros. So after this year, which 
Good enough. I, I, I don't know what they're going to do if this season doesn't get played out. Does it this, just moves forward. Does one. the suspension go to next you, year? If you don't if you don't play a season, yeah. You don't you haven't served that suspension so just served. like just like in the contracts like yeah. 6 years. If you don't play a year for due to nobody playing, yeah. it shouldn't be postponed a year. Yep. We talked about that with uh, contracts last week. Remember? Yep. yep. I hope so. That's what they do. I, hope, I would hope. I would hope. I hope that's he doesn't get sus- suspended and nothing happens. Yeah, because these guys. I mean, they need to serve their suspensions. It was very wrong what they did. So yeah, you know. and we also the players should, but yeah, you know, the way it goes there. But that's pretty much it for baseball. They've been showing a lot of uh, classic games on ESPN and the MLB Network, and even. Um, Comcast, Sportsnet, or whatever the fuck you watch, your local A's and Giants have been showing some throwback games. So if you're uh, missing baseball, go check them out. It's pretty fun. I think Friday Friday I watched, it was a 20, 2012 game, A's, A's Blue Jays, where they put up like 14 runs on them in Toronto. And then they showed the 1972 game two, the Joe Rudy game. Rudy. Rudy. Yeah, so it's been fun. It's uh, you know makes me miss baseball. That's for sure. I don't watch those. I I like it because they don't show the entire game. Like they'll fast forward to through some of the game, some of the boring part of the game. Yeah, I figured. Well, they, yeah, they're not gonna show a whole gonna four show and a half hour game. Yeah, especially they, a lot of these games that they're showing are good games that go into like extra innings. They're not gonna show you the you know. The the sixth inning, the fifth and sixth inning, where, <laughs> where nothing no scores were, were three, no runs were scored. Three up, three down, bullshit. <laughs> you know. Um, but we did get some NFL news this week. We got some some pretty, I mean, somewhat big, somewhat not so big. Uh, started off, Lamar Jackson is going to be the cover of Madden Twenty One. Oh no, Madden curse. Uh, well, they were they asked him about that. They asked, "Are you worried about the Madden curse?" And he said, "Did you just see what Patrick Mahomes did last year?" Was his no, response. That's right. Okay. One incident. One. I mean, Tom Brady did it in 2018 or whatever. No, didn't he have a letdown season afterwards? No. When he was on it, he. I don't know if that was the year they went to the Super Bowl and lost. They won the Super Bowl. He got on it. Then he went to the Super Bowl and, and they lost. lost. I think they lost. But still, to get to the Super Bowl. Still lost. Mm, second loser. Second. Uh, uh, first loser. First loser. Well, I mean, sure. Yes. yes you got me. I got you there. Um, the Chargers and the Patriots reviewed revealed their new uniforms. Did you see these? Uh, I saw the Patriots. They look like a little bit like the only thing I saw. They look like the Browns. Yeah. design kind of right. The only thing I saw different, and Johnny Roca had to point it out to me, was you could kind of see it in this picture I have here. Is the the red stripe on their shoulder? Yes, yes, that's, that's, that's main, about it. That's and the main thing I know. It's a nice accent stripe, but other than that, you didn't really do much. And here's the Chargers. The Chargers uniform look nice. I like them. So blue, you, blue you with pow- white, blue with pow- blue with baby blue with white. You is get the powder home. blues are their official home jerseys. Okay, and so when they wear the yellow pants, is that? I think that's gonna be an alternate home. And then alternate road is yellow pants, white jersey. Yellow, white pants, white jersey is road. road. Yeah. 
I like the. I like this I navy like, blue. I like the navy the blue. The whole jersey. navy blue with just the blue, just the yellow outline on the on the lightning bolt. I like the That's lightning bolt. That's a dope the, jersey. I like the lightning bolt on the pants too. That looks nice. They got yeah. away from that the last couple years. Oh, these are nice looking jerseys. I they, they were talking about them, and everybody like all the Chargers players have been talking like, oh, these are gonna be sick and really hyping it up. And I was like, oh no, you, you never <laughs> when know you, when you happens. when you hype it up that much. It's like you get a little. Worried. Yeah, but yeah. It looks they, they look really I, nice. Uh, yeah, those are really nice. Yeah. If I were one of those Raider fans changing teams, now would be a good time to go to the Chargers because those just are some because of sick their, ass jerseys. Just because of their jerseys. Those sick ass jerseys. Yeah, um, those look pretty nice. Per- I read today Percy Harvin. Do you remember Percy Harvin? The receiver from the, re- the Minnesota Vikings. Yes, wants to make a comeback to the league. Last Why time, did he leave the league? Was he injured? He just he. It was like a Gronk situation. He didn't really have that desire to play anymore. Oh. So last time he played was 2016, but he said today that he wants to come back. So that's, I mean, when he was there, he was a good receiver. I remember He, him. he was a top-tier receiver. Yeah. So it'd be nice to see what he could do. Uh, we get some XFL news. Commissioner Oliver Luck is suing Vince McMahon over basically the whole bankruptcy uh, situation that's going on with the XFL, wanting to sell, uh, cutting all funding, basically. Nobody's getting paid from the XFL yeah. and all that shit. So be interesting to see what well, happens Like we said, there. it's just unfortunate that it had to happen with the coronavirus at this time to take away because that's yeah. I think that – I think they were going to stay afloat they for had, a while. They had legs. I think they, they had, had legs. legs to work on. They yeah. needed to work some little kinks out. Like we talked about, you know, playing during the week and not yeah. just all Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's unfortunate. So we'll see. I just, I ju- we just talked about this when we were playing the other day. I didn't, or I was talking about it with somebody. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know that I, Oliver Luck was Andrew it. Luck's dad, and he was the commissioner, commissioner of the, of the I, XFL. I, yeah, I had no idea about any of that. <laughs> they said it. I, the, the only reason I knew that was because they said it when they had Oliver Luck on part of my take. I don't remember that. So sometimes during those interviews, I kind of just zone out, zone out, or I don't even, I don't even have enough time. I don't listen to the interviews anymore. Yeah, just listen to the segments. Yeah. And then the big news out of the NFL, Gronk is back. Oh, yes. Gronk gets traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for a fourth rounder. So New England sent Gronk in a seventh round pick for the fourth rounder. Gronk still had a one-year, what was it, $14 million contract? I forget. Yeah, when he he officially retired, yeah, yeah, one year, 14. Tampa Bay is going to absorb that contract. Yeah, they had to, in order for him to come back, they had to make a trade. They made a deal. Um, We knew knew that he probably was only going to play with Tom again. Yeah. He kind of expressed that. He retired originally because he was trying to avoid being traded to the Lions. <laughs> Which is fucking hysterical. Yeah, they, he came out and I think he talked about it. I didn't yeah. watch the I didn't watch the clip, but I remember when it when that Lions deal was supposed to happen. Yeah. Them talking about it, that was what he was doing. Yeah. This is on the heels too of Jay Glazer saying on Pardon My Take <laughs> that he has <laughs> no interest, no in, interest coming in coming back at all and nothing's gonna happen and that and that uh that um what's his name? Uh who's the Bill Belichick would never get rid of but it's not his decision. Yeah, no, it's Robert. It's up to Robert Kraft. In, owner, in my opinion, in my opinion, the, the Patriots are smarter than that. That's yeah. what that's what any like like heart and soul guy would do. We're not gonna let Gronk go. He either comes back for us or doesn't come back at yeah, all. Yeah, that, but that's they, not Belichick. But, but the but 
you either don't get a guy or you get a you fourth, get a fourth round, or you get a fourth round pick. And knowing the Patriots, the Patriots can do a lot with, with a fourth, fourth round rounder. pick. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just the way, and and they're smart, so of course they're gonna take a fourth round pick yeah. for you know to whatever. And we talked about how stacked this Bucks offense is gonna be now. I just this is uh, fucking ridiculous. I don't I don't know how that like the running game shows promise all the time. But they never, they never bust out. So are they going to make moves in the running game, or are they just going to air th- everything out? I think it's just going to be an air out type thing, like they've been Bruce doing. Bruce Arians, West Coast style offense. Yep, it's going to be interesting to see how Tom Brady deals with that, though, because Tom Brady's always kind of had a mix of decent, yeah. decent running back and can open up the, which can open up the passing game. Well, I for think, him. I think to being able to Jameis Winston. Right, yeah. we let James Winston. Just imagine if James Winston had this offense. James Winston, before he got his eyes fixed, which now he's good. Remember, we keep talking about this. Still a free agent. I don't so, know why uh, all you uh, NFL execs that listen to this. I don't know why you're not like going out and getting James Winston right. Can now. I get to my point before this. I forget? All right. <laughs> so, before he got his eyes fixed, yes, not the best. They they basically said, go ahead and beat us through the air. I bet we catch more than your receivers do. Yes. So now that you get Tom Brady, who may not have the arm strength, but I know he could he could orchestrate this offense and his timing, as long as he works with the receivers and gets the receivers to buy in, yeah. which, I mean, it's Tom Brady. If you don't buy in, you're an idiot. Yeah. Uh, you know, they get the timing down. They start, you know, making, making passes. I think that's going to open up the run game more. And then they're going to be able to work play action. The offense is going to run better. Before they're like, go ahead. Go ahead, Jameis. Beat us through the air. And then, and then you know, in running running downs, they're like, we can bring people because... Yeah, they're not going to run the ball. Yeah, Who do they Jameis have? Jameis Winston Jones. has no timing to kind of do anything, you know. I'm just I'm just kind of concerned because Mike Evans is this big fucking receiver. So he's with, with Jameis, he was just running. He was just running downfield. Yeah, they I don't getting, know how the, well, a lot he, of those. Whenever you watch a Tampa Bay game, it was a lot of big downfield. It was big play, big yeah, everything. I, but with with Tom Brady back there, it's gonna have to be more calculated. You know. So so this is what maneuver gonna, uh, more better routes basically. The, I don't know if Mike go, Evans can keep up with those. Yeah, routes. he can. He's gonna be what he's gonna be end up doing. He's gonna be end up a. Uh, uh, Ultimate fade guy that you you DK start Metcalf. you start him and you kind of bump yeah like DK Metcalf runs in the Seattle offense you kind of sl- they slide him a little bit he kind of bumps inside and he just slowly fades to the outside Tom Brady drops over his back shoulder good for ten yards every fucking time yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. that that's what he you're not gonna see Tampa Bay you know. 50-yard bombs I don't think Tom Brady really has it in his, his arm no. anymore. But we're gonna see them actually, and this is what t- and this is what's gonna set up run, rushing and then play action yeah. is the fact that they're gonna be able to pick apart, you know, defenses more steadily. I think and, it's all. I mean, we don't know. We don't know ta- till we see it. They're but. talking about Gronk is in much better shape than when he was playing before too, and they're talking about he could be a uh, even a. A bigger slot option, basically. Yeah, they and say they say still, he's slimming now. So, so he's not as he's not as use, big. You can still use those other two tight ends, which we haven't even talked about, OJ Howard and Cameron Brayton, who are decent tight ends. You you can still use them in your offense now. Oh yeah, without losing that tight end spot to to having Gronk. Yeah, right, you're running. The, you're running. What is that like? Twenty one personnel. What's the one when you get like three tight ends on the field? I think that I think you're right. I think that's twenty one. 
I, I always I gotta deep dive and like research and remember how to do that personnel shit. Yeah. I know the on pardon my take again. They they talk about Big pardon my take. They me. they talk about it a couple times and explain it a few times, but I cannot remember yeah. for the life of me. And like I think I need to write it down on a piece of paper. There you go. And then just study it. Study the tape. Just Stud- like you were doing for the Super Bowl. <laughs> study and tape. But that, that's pretty much it for the NFL. Oh, you know what? We we can run down the uh, draft. Draft starts tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, we could go first first ten picks. Who we think? What position they they th- we think they're most needed at? That's probably better because I don't know enough players. That, yeah, no, I don't know. Like I know like Joe Burrow and yeah, Joe Burrow Chase Young, to Cincinnati. Stuff like that. To Cincinnati is gonna happen, yeah. and then Tua will be go somewhere. Yeah. So, but yeah, we can run down and talk about positions. what kind of positions that that works for me. Let's see. So what we got. with the first pick, Cincinnati, like we just said, pretty sure they're gonna take Joe Burrow. They need. I they mean, don't, they, they don't. pretty much have no other. I mean, they could go somewhere else, but at first round pick, you pick. The the best guy in the draft. Yeah, Joe Burrow is the best guy. Whether or not you know you draft him and then make a trade and try and get a lot more, a lot get more, out of, more him, out of it. I don't know, but I because I they that's... still have they still have the red rifle. Andy Dalton is still there, and I wouldn't say he's a bad quarterback. He's he's decent. Poor guy has been in a bad program. He has been. Yeah. I mean, you take that guy, put him anywhere else, and he he can succeed he's, he's, a little he's, better. He's like a he's like an ex alcoholic. Who's trying to get better, but the place he goes to is right outside of a of a place where they deal, uh, right outside of a liquor store. Yes, he lives. <laughs> he lives right next door to a liquor store. Right? Okay, th- yeah, that that's works better, better for you. You know what I'm saying? That's better for you. Uh, number two, second pick in the draft is Washington, the Redskins, who need a lot of help all over the place. Is Alec? When is Alex Smith set to come back? Soon. I I think so. I I don't. But think... they have Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, I don't think they need to go in the in the quarterback range. And what I seen from Darius Geis last year and Adrian, Adrian Peterson still, still being able to run the ball well. Uh, Scary Terry, Scary Terry McLaren, looks good. looked pretty good. So even I think, their back, or even their second guy looked. I can't remember his name. He's a white boy. Though. So I think they go to the defensive end. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember some of these games, but I think they need to put more pressure on the quarterback. Which so something that is what they're looking to do. They're, proje- that, they're projected to grab defensive end Chase Young. Okay. So it's the best. He was, was basically he be- the best defensive, best defensive end. Yes. Where's out he out of? Ohio State. He's okay. A there fucking, we go. <laughs> fucking monster. So yeah. So I, I think just remember. In that they need to put pressure on the quarterback. Yep. So that that yeah that makes sense. That makes sense there. Uh, third pick in the draft is Detroit, and this is a team that has been talking about trading away their spot. I which trading away their they spot. don't they uh, the, these next two do not want their top spots up here basically. Just because I they don't I think they can they probably think they can get more for more. less down in the draft. Because yep. I think D I think. Uh, I think had, Detroit needs to uh, strengthen their offensive line. They more. need offensive so line. So I think help, they can get need to, defensive help too. I think they can. Yeah. Yes. They got kind of beat up a lot. But if they, the thing is with Detroit is as long as they can keep Matthew Stafford on the field and give him time. Yeah. They're, he can outscore a lot of people. Yep. So I think maybe maybe if they are looking to trade down, I think they could trade trade down and they then pick up the a couple offensive linemen because you know they usually don't go high ranked. Really. No, and and they're I mean that's the, their offense is pretty good. I mean, like you said, Matt Stafford is good. Carry on Johnson's running the ball well when he can stay on the field, and then they have a very good wide receiver core with Marvin Jones Jr. and. Um, 
Galladay. Gall- Kenny Galladay. Those two look good. Mm-hmm. Now it's just, you know, got to keep them on the field. Like I mean, C.J. Hawkinson came out as a, uh, he was a, good a tight breakout end. tight end last year. He just had to stay on the field, too. He got a little banged up But there. I think that's because they they, they, they get, just they just couldn't get enough. Uh, they couldn't get, like, enough uh, free time pressure. Yeah. The, what's the opposite of pressure? No pressure. <laughs> couldn't get any protection. They couldn't get any protection, yeah. Yeah. So, so like they Offensive had, a, a TJ, I know TJ Hawkinson had to chip a lot at the line yep. to give Matthew Stafford more time to or, throw downfield, or he was just dumping passes off to Hawkinson and he was getting fucking hit like a madman. Yeah, out there. over the middle of the field. So. Um, but their defense also, they just lost um, Darius Slay, their best corner, their best so, cornerback. You know, the, the, there's options where those guys can go. And then the next team that's looking to trade is the Giants, the New York Giants. Uh. They need they need wide receiver help. I mean, they have gold. Golden Tate is their best guy over there. Yeah. Now and he's even he's a little you know on the decline. I would think. Uh, Sterling Shepard's all right. He's just injured too much. They had that one tight the. Uh, What's his name? Evan Ingram looks good as a tight end. Mm-hmm. He's probably there, but they could use he's they one could of use the top off- tight ends in the league. They need a better offensive line as well. And they need to they need to help. Their yeah, well, we've seen Saquon. Too. Saquon was getting beat up, you know, last year. Got himself injured. Yep. Um, maybe those guys have the same idea. I don't know. Thinking of New York's defense, probably not strong either. No. No, definitely. I'm trying to. Yeah, maybe a maybe a middle linebacker, inside linebacker. Yeah. Which I could the, which I could see why they want to trade down because you can get an inside middle la- or get a middle linebacker lower in the draft basically you, you might be able to get more yeah, more out of those picks, but uh, the fifth pick in the draft goes to the Miami Dolphins, which is a lot of people are speculating where Tua will go. Yeah, which Tua on the Wonderlick test. Very very bad. I heard it was. I heard it was. Uh, somebody leaked it, and it somebody was fucking around with it. Oh, was it? I don't. Think, I, I don't think it's. I saw it was at a fourteen, and then somebody else came out and said it was a nineteen. Which still, the test is out of like forty. I don't, I don't know, but I heard it was kind of fucked with. It's just a you know. I mean, it's it, it it's not that big of a deal for a person's draft, honestly, but. Well, no. What what they're saying is that if it's leaked and people are messing with the scores to, and leaking them, yeah. what could, what could end up happening is someone's trying to downplay a pick that they want yeah. to get lower. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, who knows? But Miami could be a good. Fit. Miami could pretty much go anywhere. It's all about where do they want to start their rebuild. They already dumped. I think they're good. They already dumped a bunch of their assets last year. But remember their their offseason they grabbed they have the two highest paid corners. They yes. have they grabbed two defensive ends. I think they're building their they build built their, build defense, their defense first. With the, with and the then they're gonna agency. bring in uh, bring in young offense. Young offense. So I think um, they're looking uh probably uh two uh, They're not bringing back Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick is there. He okay. he is their quarterback right now. Yeah. But I can see him bringing in Tua. Bring in Tua. I, also, have, I don't, I don't know. Is there any standout line? running backs that they could lean into? I'm sure there's some. I know there's a couple out there that I can't, I can't remember the names of. But yeah. I know there's some running backs out there. Either one, good... either one of those two, I could see him going quarterback or running back. If yeah. if the running back, they don't think they can. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's another team that could also that also needs to build an offensive line better too, because they they were getting a lot of. Uh, 
a lot of pressure was getting to their quarterbacks last year. Yeah, but I believe when they when they sold House last year, they got a lot of late draft picks. Yes, they did. So I believe they can use those late draft picks more for that offensive line. Yep. Uh, the sixth pick in the draft goes to the L.A. Chargers, who... I heard... They haven't got they a... They built their offense... They haven't they, got a quarterback yet still, huh? No, I think they have... Don't they have... Um, God damn it. Didn't they sign somebody? Maybe not. I can't remember. Uh, fuck. I wish I would keep all the shit that we talk about on here. Because I know we talked about quarterbacks that gra- got grabbed. But um, they built their offensive line already. They have... Very good receiving core. Tyrod Taylor is Tyrod is their only quarterback so right now. So they need another quarterback. And I don't think they're gonna stick with him. Jameis Winston. Oh man, dude. Just they got. I mean, they got a receiving core. Keenan very, Allen. Keenan Allen. Travis Williams is still there, right? Yes. No. Uh, Travis. Travis Benjamin. Travis Williams. I can't remember. There's so many. Like. Do I, uh, let me. All right. Let me look up their whiteouts real quick. Keenan. We know Keenan. Uh, Connor Henry is still there. He's fucking one of the, he's a great tight end. Um, what's that running? Mike back? Williams. Mike Williams is there. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Yeah. Um, the running back who just got that big contract. Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler is still there. They have a good. And enough. Justin Jackson, we talked Justin about Jackson being a, a good, being sec- a good backup. Be- secondary backup. I seen them both catch passes out of the backfield fairly. Absolutely. Straight. Yeah, I feel like they have a the. Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston would be Jordan. a good fit. Jameis Winston in those blues? Oh, oh, dude. oh dude. How I, can I, you not see it? You got your eyes fixed. You got the baby blue. How do you not see your receivers? God. <laughs> if I was one of those Raider fans who, who was jumping off the ba- off the wagon, I would definitely be a Charter <laughs> fan if they were Jameis Winston. Fist bump now, right dude. there. That's, a... That's fucking, that would be wild. That would be wild. But I'd be think, nervous for the Raiders. I would. I, 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 I'm getting the sweats just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What What is the Raiders gonna do with Derek Carr and fucking Marcus Mariota? So, uh, yeah, I could see. So, I think uh, defensively is where they need to go. Somebody, yeah, because I think they had a trouble keeping, uh, uh, keeping, um, getting time of possession. Yeah. I think yeah. I feel like. I th- and remember, their, def- their defense correctly. was letting them down a little bit near the end. They were getting t- they were getting tired because the offense wasn't running well with Philip Rivers back there either. Yeah. So, uh, but they they're get they're they don't need a defensive end because Joey Bosa trade is- that pick away. Oh wait, no, Jameis Winston's a free agent. You don't need to trade. <laughs> yeah, pick just away. sign j- just sign Jameis Winston. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it looked looked like corner route, maybe even a middle linebacker type uh, type deal there would be nice. Yeah. Seventh pick, Carolina. Carolina, who just got Teddy Big Dick. Yeah. Who has the I could best see, running I back in the game, I Christian see them McCaffrey. Going, I could see them going... I could see them grabbing a wide receiver. Uh, yeah. Going wide receiver or safety. Yeah. They're, they're, the, their defense was definitely getting outscored. Uh, I could see them going safety. Yeah. But they, I mean, they're gonna need some weapons because their offense they, is so explosive, pretty explosive well, already. Well, their offense relies heavily on Christian McCaffrey, and we saw kind of near the end of the season, which is not a bad thing. Which isn't a bad thing at all. But when McCaffrey is getting, when they're putting all their focus on McCaffrey, that offense wasn't running well, especially with the quarterback situation they had last year. Yeah, It'd be interesting to see what they could do with a good quarterback now with Teddy Bridgewater. 
And also, didn't they sign the XFL quarterback that they we were talking about? PJ Walker. PJ Walker. PJ Walker. We're gonna see some weird, some weird pistols, some weird yep. Wildcats, some weird RPOs out of Carolina this coming Any year. Any relation to Jumanji character Milo Walker? <laughs> I don't know why he's been in my head so much. Jumanji. <laughs> What's know. the full title? Well, no, not Welcome to the jo- um. God damn it! What was the second one? Back, back in action. <laughs> no, that's Jumanji too. Next Level. I don't think that's right. Do you need me to look it up? Yeah. Oh my god. I don't think that's right. I thought it was a longer title. Nope. Because I know the Jum- Welcome to the Jungle is the first. Was one. the first one. I think it was. Uh, oh, god damn it! I'm trying to think of another. Uh, the next level. Ah, oh, god damn it! I don't know why you questioned me. Jumanji two. Welcome to the next level. <laughs> All right. Uh, what a movie. Eighth pick goes to the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals bulked up their offense. I don't think they need anything on offense. I think yeah, they need their defense. defense. I could see them. Team. I could see them going with a with a uh, defensive end, defensive lineman. Get some pressure to the quarterback. Get some pressure on the quarterback. Yeah. Yep. Because they're all like we said. That offense is fucking offense. I, I think up. it just yeah, especially I mean, with Kyler Murray and it's in his second season. And we're he showed a lot of bright spots last year, but and they just got the easily the best wide receiver in the game with nope. DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. So and they still got to keep their number one. They still have back. and they still have their number one pick. They still have their first round pick. Yeah, I mean, well, that's because like we said, what's Stupid. his name? Well, Bill from, O'Brien. Bill O'Brien's an idiot. Fucking idiot. It's amazing how some people can keep a job. Yeah. Number nine, Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars need to build up their de- defense again. If oh, they absolutely. don't go for their defense, they need to put something on the offensive line to give whoever's back there a quarterback more time. And there's been talk of Leonard Fournette getting traded out yeah. of there, too. They, uh, they're going into full rebuild mode. Yes. But they've also uh, there's also been talks that they're going to be the ones to sign Cam Newton. So... Who the fuck What knows? are they going to do if they get Cam Newton, too? No idea. I no mean, idea what they're doing out there. I mean, uh, uh, Gardner Minshew can be a quarterback that you can they build. Were, they that you can build Not with. far Remember, we talk about this all the time. Not far removed from a game they should have won in the AFC Championship. Six years against, ago. Six years Against ago. the Patriots. I think it was the 2014 playoffs. I mean... That's very close considering what the Jaguars organization has been because that, for because, the past because when that Jaguars when that Jaguars team w- was in that 2014 year they were super young. A yeah. lot of the a lot of those guys were like real young players. And then they just sold everybody off. Yeah, everybody was gone. Yeah. So. After this year I'll start signing not far removed. Yes. After this After year. After this year, gotcha. Yes. Uh, and then the 10th pick goes to our favorite the Cleveland Browns. Okay, Cleveland, what you need to do in this draft is get can a you, head coach. Can you, that draft, can a head, can you draft a head coach? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did, didn't they fire him, though? I think Freddie Kitchens. I can't remember. They got rid of Freddie Kitchens. Pretty sure Freddie Kitchens, Kitchens got, big I think we got, they got rid of Freddie Kitchens. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they... Uh, 
I feel like they're such a well. Maybe may they you, might go in the safety in the in the safety range. Yeah. Or or um, build an offensive line. Or something. Yeah. Something. Maybe maybe a, a really good center. Maybe a top yeah. tier center. Yeah. There. And that's the per, uh, tenth tenth pick is perfect if you want to grab a center too. That's yeah. That's right where that's where you get the lines, elite center. Yeah, that's where you get the the elite offensive lineman right there. So that would be good for Cleveland, honestly. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, we'll just stop there. Um, what do you, we'll talk about the Raiders since we're Raider fan. Where with they have the twelfth pick. Where do you think the Raiders? What do you, which route do you think the Raiders go in? I think the Raiders still need some help um, uh, on the we defensive need, backs. We need a cornerback yes. with Jonathan Abrams. We've seen what happened in one game with Jonathan Abrams as a safety. Yeah, he helps so much over the top. If we can get a lockdown corner to put on these slot receivers, yep. I think we have enough. We'll give enough time for our our um, defensive ends and and linebacker to get pressure on the quarterback. Yeah. I and mean, we see what Max Crosby did last year as a rookie yeah. with not a lot of help. We have Max Crosby. Well, the thing is, we grabbed Cleveland Farrell early, yeah. and a lot of teams thought this is going to be their lead. This is going to be their quote unquote Khalil Mack type player. So they started double team him, him and we get Max. Max so that's why I'm saying if we can get a little bit of yeah, help yeah. on the outside with a like a like a lockdown cornerback yeah. or we can go and draft a wide receiver. If there's anybody yeah, out need, there who, need, who who can show that star mentality that that lead, you know, wide out. This I mean, you're looking at these guys and we've been hearing Detroit wants to trade, New York wants to trade. I mean, you have a low enough pick to where you can, and we have two first-round draft picks this year too. To where you can trade up to that higher spot. Yeah. So that I mean, if that wouldn't be too bad of a route, you trade up with one of those draft picks, and you can grab like but, like a wider, but, like a Jarius Jarius. But I, I don't. Dude from but, but from what I'm looking at there, I think a lot of those teams are not going to go after wide receivers, so you don't have to move. Yeah. So well, that's that's you don't want to move up if you don't have to. If you don't have to, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the uh, yeah. That's the thing. Well, that's the nice thing of having two picks too, is seeing where everybody wants to go. Yeah, you know. So, uh, uh, well, it's gonna be interesting. We're gonna see how this draft works out. They they did a mock because everything's gonna be online. They did a mock draft the other day, and they said there was technical difficulties with the very first pick for for um, oh, for Cincinnati. Here we go. But they who see- did we say was gonna be the Browns? Didn't we say? Didn't we say last week that the Browns? Yeah, the Browns. Something was gonna go wrong with, with the Browns. Browns. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens next week. We're gonna throwback review draft day with Kevin Costner. I never watched that movie. You've never watched that movie. Never, I, I never I had the desire it to was, watch it. It was. It was. It's not good. I didn't think it would be. I don't know why. <laughs> you know. Okay. So like in Moneyball, yeah. the most boring parts of it. It was. That was the whole. That's movie. the whole. Movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Exactly. Oh god, this is bad. This why did they make that a movie? That's what I want to know. Oh. Who who came to the executives and was like, you know, what would be a great movie is Kevin Costner being the GM of a football team on draft day, and everybody's like, you just fucking blew my mind. Not just a millions. football team, the Browns. The Browns, yes. I think it was like it was like. NFL trying to get into like WW, WWE studios yeah. kind of range, or oh like, God. you know what? Let's just start making our own movies. We'll hype up our own league. <laughs> oh God! Like a failed attempt at that. Stupid, but, uh, stupid, stupid. Yeah, so stupid. there's that. Get ready for the draft, everybody. Yeah. Tomorrow. I don't know how they're gonna broadcast it. 
I'm gonna be excited. Like, is it just gonna be all? You're just gonna see stupid fucking Roger Goodell sitting in his basement the whole time. We already talked about it. Oh, oh well, it's not gonna be his basement. But I'm just saying, like, are we gonna get? Oh, like, he's gonna be in his basement. It's gonna be green screen to look like a man cave. Exactly. Uh, um, but like, are we gonna get the the commentators in their basements too? What's gonna happen here? It's just gonna be like a big Skype call where there's oh, where there's where there's thirty there's let's say <laughs> let's let's go with around thirty six boxes that just keep floating depending on who's talking on the screen. Oh god, uh, I'm excited! I can't wait for somebody to hack it. All right, is there anything else going on in sports? No. Okay. Nothing, nothing really. Let's go into uh, movie. Movie news, entertainment news, yeah, whatever news you got, news TV. What? I said we got a little bit oh, okay. of news this week, surprisingly. Uh, Scoob. 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 The newest, the newest iteration in Scooby-Doo lore. Yep. Uh, Scoob. Will, will not come out in theaters. Not even going to bother hitting the th- theaters. They're going to go straight to a Online. digital release. May fifteenth. I'm glad. I'm gonna. I'm excited. I'll I rent ex- that. I was excited to watch. I'll rent this. that. I'll, I'll buy the fucking thing. I don't give a shit. I was very excited to see this movie. So I want to see this movie pretty badly. Yeah, be yeah. the first movie we actually uh, bought or rented um, did through digital. Yes. For this year. Maybe unless something else comes out before that that we are completely blanking on that we want. Oh, to Bloodshot see. isn't it supposed to come out soon? It is. It, it's out. We just haven't rented it yet. Yeah, isn't it supposed to come out for free? I don't. Want to rent <laughs> it. I don't want to rent it either. I don't know. Possibly. Uh, I mean, this is a good time. We're getting all these throwback reviews in. Yeah. You know. Been watching a lot. Uh, the Batman will now release in October of 2021 instead of June, which now pushes all the other. DC movies back, so the Flash... I didn't know they had more set up. Yeah, the Flash movie that they're coming out with is now going to come out in 2022, I think. And then they had... I forget. Did we break down the DC universe? Because I'm still very confused by it. No, but we can. I'm I'm very confused. So is this different from the Batmans with... Yes, Christian Bale's Batman. No, not Christian Bale. I know that's his own thing. That's the Christopher Nolan thing. Yes. But the stuff they just did with Batman v Superman, Wonder Woman. No, so it's all supposed to be part of the same universe. I so think. so but Batman's I think just going to be different? I think it's So they're gonna just going to go from, what's his, what's his name? We're, yes, we're going to go from um, Matt Damon. Ben Affleck. Matt Damon. Ben Affleck. Matt Damon. Ben Affleck. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they're just gonna go from Ben Affleck to Robert Pattinson without anything. <laughs> I think so. They're not gonna start over. They're just gonna be like, you know, we're just gonna put Robert Pattinson. It's either in gonna it. be that, or they're gonna try and do like a like a multiverse type thing. Because I think the and Flash then is Harley Quinn gonna Harley Quinn. The whole Suicide Squad is connected to all those. Are movies. they gonna try and enter Je- Joaquin Phoenix's Joker in? I don't think. Th- I think that's the only movie that's not part of. The okay, DC good because I don't want to ruin universe. that character. Yeah, no, I don't think he's part of the the universe. Okay, okay, I'm trying to I'm just trying to understand. It's, it's so Wonder Woman's gonna stay the same. Wonder Woman will be the same. Shazam's part. Of, oh, Shazam Two is the other movie that gets pushed back to. 2020. Which I love that movie. That was a good movie. I want to watch that again. I wonder if it's free anywhere. Probably on HBO if I had to guess. Um, and then and then Aquaman is Aquaman still gonna be is, Aquaman is still so DC. that's all okay. Everything is so the it's same. just Batman. Batman and possibly Superman, depending on if they can get contract negotiations down with 
Uh, what's his name? I can't remember the actor's name. I don't know. I I don't like Superman. Yeah, but Our I'm just hot saying, take. Superman's weak. I'm just saying that's like remember Shazam. Remember at the after credit scene where he shows up and it's just Superman standing there, but you don't see his face. Yeah, that's because they could they didn't have anybody under contract, right? The, yeah, no, because they were having contract disputes with the actual Superman actor, so they didn't want to use his face. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. Well. DC absolutely terrible planning, absolutely terrible. Um, Lovebirds, the Kumail. N- yeah, Kumail Nanjiani and um, that other woman. Yeah, uh, it's going to release straight to on Netflix, Netflix, right? May twenty second. So that'll be another movie that we're going to be able to uh, watch watch for this year and which, review. I mean, with, which I we have a Netflix movie that we're going to do today. We're going to talk about today. Real yep. funny one. Yep. Uh, the San Diego Comic Con got canceled. R.I.P. Man, I I really want to go to one of these. I think every year we say we're going to go like. I remember earlier in the year we I were never, talking about going. We to talked this. about going a little bit, but I if I knew it wasn't going to work out. But pretty soon here, we're going to have to take the show on the road to a comic con. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, maybe um, we can invite our friends from from Curveballs and Chair Shots. There's your shout out, boys. Yeah, I know they get wrestle. I know they some wrestling people go to those things, right? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, they're not just wrestling people too. They like they like the Marvel movies, and they're you know they're kind of nerdy like us. Yeah. They uh, sell liquor at Comic Con. I don't know about that. They might. Yeah, they might. Uh, I'll have you, to have to fast. They say fat stacks. Did for you Funko watch Pops. the trailer that I sent you? You sent me a trailer. I sent it to you yesterday. The Adam Sandler Netflix movie. No, no, oh, no, no, no. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah. Would we'll you send live, it to me on Twitter? Twitter. We'll Twitter? do a live live reaction to this. It's a bit. It's not an Adam Sandler. It's a Billy Madison production. So it's got like David Sp- David Spade is the main character. Nick Swartzen's in it. Um, I'm blanking on Rob Schneider's in it. It's going straight to Netflix May 13th. Can you hear it? Yes. Nick Swartzen. Big time fat. Big time fat. Second date in Hawaii. I love Nick Swartzen. I do too. Girl and she's amazing. <laughs> Missy, what are you doing here? That text from me was wonderful. I screwed up so huge. You know what a crazy blind date I had? Oh no. <laughs> this whole time I thought I was texting my dream girl. I was texting that crazy girl. To the best weekend ever. <laughs> Great. Oh, man. The shenanigans that will ensue. <laughs> See, this is my thing. Is, is... Where's Adam Sandler? He's not in it. Who is this woman? Where is she? I, 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 I was trying to remember, but I couldn't remember it. Let me look it up. You should go pretty much to an island and just chill. Like if there's one nearby or far. Live watch. So David Spade is... David Spade is... David Spade is... Is that David Rob Schneider? <laughs> yes, Rob, I said Rob Schneider's in it. Shark Age? Alright, I, I think I get the point of this. Lauren Lapkus. I don't know. She is... All right, I'm done. This, uh, this is bad radio. Bad radio, sorry. So, um, yeah, that movie. 
It's called The Wrong Missy. It gave me vibes of, what was that movie where Adam Sandler goes to Hawaii with his girlfriend and he takes his assistant, who he says is his wife. He, you know which one I'm talking about, right? He's got the fake kids. The kid's got the fucking British accent the whole time. Jennifer Aniston? Jennifer Aniston's in it. Um. Yeah, they do the coconut thing. Yes, yeah. Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews turns out to be gay. Yes, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, he was the creator of the iPod, right? Yeah, that's what he kept saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That uh, movie. Just go with it. Just go with it. That yeah. was the movie I was Yeah, that about. was it. Yeah, uh... I, I I think it's I mean she played the bat she played the villain in Holmes and Watson. <laughs> at some at some point like I get it they're just like this is what the thing with these Adam Sandler Netflix movies I feel like he's just like Family Guy in this thing and just like somebody throws out a random idea and he's like all That's right I'll it. make it happen like this I I, think... I don't like when my comedy movies have big plot holes like. One big plot hole. He texts the wrong person. Want to go to Hawaii on a second date? So did she? She either didn't respond and just showed up. Yes. Or uh, and well, you never don't... and you never went back to look at it and go, oh man, I sent it to the wrong person. Hey, wrong person. Well, we don't know about the plot holes because we haven't watched the movie yet. So I've already can... got it. <laughs> I've already got um... it. Is this the movie that Adam Sandler was talking about when he said if he gets snubbed from Academy Awards for Uncut Gems, he's going to make the worst movie of all time? time? This it might, might be, be it. it. This might be the one that he was talking Some about. Some people are saying. I thought it was going to be Boner Dogs. but That wouldn't be the worst movie, though, because people would love that. Yeah, this is... This is... Bad. Big. I can't wait to hate this movie. I can't wait to watch this and laugh, but also at the same time. I feel like, like Adam Sandler just suck. sits around at home and just counts his money and from this Netflix deal that he got. I don't know how many movies he has on this Netflix deal. I don't. I don't know if there's a limit. I think he's just on board with Netflix for whatever. And, and then, then he just goes. He goes. Sure, I'll take your money. I'll have your movie done by this much time. And then he waits to like. There's two. There's a week left. He's like, hey, that project, like a like a like a like a <laughs> high procrastinator in high school. He's like, yeah. hey, that project's due next week. And I, like, <laughs> hey, Spade, you got you got something to do. I need a favor. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but what's nice is hopefully he's taking the money he's making from these shitty Netflix movies and making more movies like Uncut Gems. Okay, yeah. If if, if, if we gotta if, if we, we gotta get, face the, these kind of if movies, we have to go through like Meyerowitz stories and I see you keep bringing up Meyerowitz stories because <laughs> you hate it so much. Why would you? Even, I don't even understand why you would want to watch that. Uh, I watched it once uh, and I don't want to watch it again. And Murder Mystery was Murder Mystery was, was bad. Okay. It was it was bad. It was wasn't good, but it was watchable. It was it was yeah exactly. You're was you're watchable. absolutely right. It was watchable. Yeah. It's you not, are able to watch it's it. It's not rewatchable, but it's watchable. <laughs> I barely got through it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's one to look out for. Or not really to look out for. It, it comes out May 13th, but... Oh, and I'm sure you don't need to look out for it. Yeah, I'll I'm sure, tell you all I'm about it. I'm sure as soon as it comes out, it'll be on your spotlight. It'll be number one on the top ten and all that stupid shit that Netflix is doing now. But that's all we got for movie news, but we did just watch Star Wars Clone Wars Episode 9. Let him type that in. Yeah, hold up, sorry. Uh, We gotta remember to close up these windows because it's getting hot. 
Episode 9, the start of the Siege of Mandalore. So this is the beginning of the Great. end, basically. So this is, I mean, they started it even with the opening crawl for Clone Wars. Usually it's very basic, very simple. They do, they flash Clone Wars on the screen. Different they colored. You, they get, no, 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 I'm talking about what they usually do. Oh, yeah. They usually just flash Clone Wars on the screen. They do a little, a little, um... Uh, intro, like um, almost like a scroll, like a half half a, it's, it's, half it's, a sentence scroll that sets up the episode. Yeah, it's a phrase. It's it's a moral phrase for you to that, get you, that leads into that the you're episode, supposed basically. to get from the episode. This yeah. one starts off with an old school Lucas Films production uh, productions yeah. thing, and then it goes into a red give you the a red, red Clone Wars, Wars, and then it says part one. Part so one. now yeah. we so we get the idea. We're we're we were upset about the last few episodes. Because um, because we felt lack like it was lack line. lack lack storyline like a laster. Yeah. It seems like these last what are there four more episodes left? I think yeah. After this, there's four. Yeah. After this one, or I think the, there, including yeah, I, this one. No, I think after this one, there's four more. Because I think so. There, there's five more. I think there's five, so these last I think this five, is five episodes. Five story. Uh, five episode okay. story. Arc. So these last five episodes are going to be broken up into parts. Basically, like one big movie. They intro us, and basically, in the intro, we see that a lot of the Jedi Knights are being spread across the galaxy, being shown in the places where they are died or killed during Order sixty six. So we're Plus, jumping, yeah, we we're jumping Plo right Coon, into this. Plo Koon in that in that aircraft, and it's like, oh, yeah. So they're 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 like they're telling us that the Jedi are spread out, and they're showing us. So we know, like. We're getting good. We're gonna jump into this really quick. Um, Ahsoka is with the is with the death the, the man the Mandalorians the Death Watch Mandalorian no not no, the no. Death Watch no. the, there is no more de- well no they more. were the they were the former Death Watch Mandalorians yeah so they the, used to be them but so, they are not Death so Watch the rogue so basically the rogue Mandalorians who yes. are trying to take Ma- Mandalore back from Darth Maul or sorry Maul Maul not uh, a Darth not Darth anymore he's not, a, he's Sith not a Sith Lord um, but he is still Sith. Uh, so she gets on the horn and buzzes for Obi-Wan and Anakin, who just had this little, uh, encounter on a bridge. Yeah. Not a really important encounter. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty cool and interesting cinematic stuff. You Um, see, you see Anakin's a lot more cocky now. Yeah, during that, during that you also see... No, after you see the uh, the stuff that starts with Ahsoka, yeah, you basically see Obi Wan's uh, Obi Wan's like Anakin, you're like really cocky, dude. Calm down. And they ambush a bunch of droids and win a battle or whatever. Yeah. But they get so they get a uh, basically Ahsoka hits them up like, hey, I found Maul. Um, Anakin immediately super sim. He's just like. What's up? What's going on with you? Like, what's new? Hey, why are you talking to me? And she's like, I don't got time to talk, dude. I'm the only reason I'm contacting you is because I found Maul. I need. We need you we guys. Need back up, basically. They want to do a joint operation to for the siege of Mandalore, which we know is this is the what the timeline set up because yeah. this is what happens right before episode or right during episode three that we don't see during episode three. Yes, and we know it sets up the different parts with Maul for rebels, Ahsoka for rebels. And Anakin's turn to the dark side. Yep. Um, we get a very cool cinematic scene of Ahsoka um, uh, after 
First, okay, sorry, I'm getting ahead. He's, he's so, jumping. So, so they show up. They show up, and they're talking with the Mandalorians, Ahsoka, and then uh, Obi Wan and Anakin. They're they're game planning. Basically, they're game planning, and then and then they're kind of iffy. The Jedi Council will decide. Blah 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 blah. And while this is happening, we get our first indication of the attack on Coruscant, which is the beginning of Episode Three when yeah. General Grievous yeah. takes so, Palpatine. So, so let me get us there. So, the after, you know, Obi-Wan's like, I'll talk to the Jedi Council, we'll decide. I guess when he talks to the Jedi Council, uh, oh, ah- Ahsoka goes off with Anakin. No, you know, the whole 501st? 501st. Fi- most of the 501st has painted their helmets with the Ahsoka yes. uh, face mask, which we know the clones have, you know, tend to, you know, uh, make idols and, and paint their stuff to fit, you know, their group oh, or whatever. Yeah, I freaking loved it. I think it's fantastic. Dope. If anybody wants to buy me a complete replica of that, I'm down. Yeah. Travis is not going to say no. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and then that's when Obi-Wan comes in and says, there's, a be- there's an attack on Coruscant. We got to get back. We got to yeah. take the 501st. Um, they, they send Commander, they promote Commander Rex to, to Lieutenant... So he can run the squad with an advisor of Ahsoka, so they so part of them can still stay and help, yeah. but they can't get the full help on Mandalore that they want for the siege. Yeah, because they have. And they that's have when we get on. one of the coolest cinematic things uh, I think they've done on this yes. is Ahsoka flying back into battle. She's got her lightsabers back. She's jumping ship to ship. They're fucking up. It's fucking awesome. Save, saves one of the clones from from. Crashing basically, yeah. Cuts open Fighting his... alongside the the Mandalorians, yes. very cool. Um, regardless, so we know that when they go to uh, Obi Wan and Anakin go back to Coruscant, that's the beginning of Episode Three. Yes. So, which is supposedly Episode Three, not of Clone Wars. Episode Three, the movie. The movie, yes. Revenge of the Revenge Sith. of the Sith. Sorry. So, uh, which when she's coming in is supposed to be that at that same exact time as. Obi-Wan. They do a music they hint to kind of maybe say that that's about the same time that they yeah. get to Coruscant and they're fighting. Yeah. Um, they turns out that the um, Darth Maul planned on it, but he planned on Obi Wan coming down. Uh, they're setting up a trap underneath. It's a trap underneath. Yeah, it's it's a trap. If you guys are Star Wars fans, uh, they're setting up a trap underneath the city of Mandalorian yes. to for the Jedi. He thought it was going to be Obi Wan. He gets Ahsoka Tano, and the episode kind of ends. Yeah, it felt like a shorter episode for Because sure. it just went. It was a real action-packed. Um, yeah, it was, like you said, action-packed, very fast-paced, and just... This is, this is what we've been waiting for with Clone Wars. I mean, the last few episodes have been so lackluster. It's been weak. The yeah. Bad Batch episodes were good at the good, beginning, yeah. which was nice. This middle thing, like we talked about, the this middle four episodes with the time with the two sisters and Ahsoka yes. was very, very. It was drawn out. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see some more out of what's going to happen with this whole siege of Mandalore. I'm, yeah. I'm excited that they're going to break it up into so many different spots, different episodes, and not try to pack it all in to yeah. as quick as they can, basically. Because yeah. then you miss a lot of these details. Well, that's exactly what happened when they made Revenge of the Sith. There's yeah. so much going on during this time, and this is why this season was so important to make, because there's yeah. so much going on during this small period of time of when Anakin becomes Darth Vader. That's yeah. basically, In Order 66, Anakin becomes Darth Vader. There's so much that goes on that's just unexplained. 
Yeah. And like, or, or it's rushed to explain, and then you don't get that. You yeah. don't get that satisfaction. I think that, of I think this is going to be paired right along with some of the stuff that you need to watch. Yeah. We we talked to you know our our buddy Hardy. Shout out Hardy. He listens sometimes. Yep. But uh, he was talking about how he could never get into Clone Wars. And like I've said before, I have a list that I caught from online. I forget who, who posted it, made it. But it's not every single episode from Clone Wars, but it gives you majority storylines. It gives you majority storylines that you can watch in the order that he shows you. And it and then it gives you an idea of what a very good idea of what's going on in Clone Wars, what you need to watch, and nothing you don't. Yeah. I think if you're going to break this up, you're going to get the... the Three, four episodes at the beginning with the Bad Batch, or three or four episodes at the beginning with the Bad Batch, and then you're going to get these five, yeah. and that middle part is going to be left out. Oh, absolutely. You the don't middle, need to watch it. You don't need that at all. It's It was ridiculous why they did it. But. Yeah. You could base it, I mean, you could have just showed Ahsoka teaming up with the with the um, Mandalorians. Mandalorians and just been like, well, something led her there. Yeah. It's not really, it, or they could have created something a better idea of how to get her there. But. You get a one one episode where the Mandalorians are watching her leave or something like that. You have them meet up, and then you go from there. Like you just get a little more backstory on their planning at Mandalore because yeah. it seemed like it seemed like they grabbed her, and then we didn't see any of the planning for this war that's about to go on. Yeah, and they were just kind of like. And we just see Ahsoka, and they're like, "We need your help with this." And then all of a sudden, they have this battle plan to like, "We're gonna fucking fuck them up." Like, like the this. whole idea of her like not going back to the Jedi Order, and you know, and fighting between herself, could have been that you could have got the, you could have used those same two sisters in the first episode. You, they meet her in the second episode. They get the you know they escape. They get trapped on whatever that planet was. I forget. And then. Yeah. Mandalorians get her, and then they could have used two episodes of her trying to fight along with the Mandalorians. Yeah. and Or one episode of her trying to get along with the Mandalorians, create a game plan, and her going back and forth on whether to decide to call the Jedi or, or, not. or not. Yeah, exactly. Like, that... That could have... It definitely could have That would have explained things differently. Yeah. But but I don't want to talk about those... Those episodes are those episodes... They're dead to me! This, They're fucking dead to me! This episode is fantastic, and it sets up what's going to be a fantastic finale yeah. to the Clone Wars. And then after, I'm going to watch Rebels. Rebel Rebels. Yeah, that's going to... That, that's a fun... I like Rebels. It was... It was a fun one, for sure. So... That's Clone Wars. Look out for that. That comes out every Friday on Disney Plus. So, all right, now into some some short reviews of movies we watched, shows we watched, anything we want to talk about really quick. I want to talk about something I've been watching on Shutter, which is um, you've talked about it on here before. That horror movie uh, application. Yeah, yeah. I was talking. I was trying to figure oh, out trying to the series. Oh. Hold up. The series is called Curse Films. It's a documentary series about uh, some of old horror films and curse, quote unquote curses that are are usually labeled with them. Yeah, they d- dive into you know each movie at a time. Do you know any that you would come up to the top of your head? Actually, I was the I keep seeing them come up on uh, TikTok, and I've been like liking and saving them away so that I can watch them at some time. Like what cursed horror films? Yeah. So there was one. Let me see if I can find it real quick. What was the name of it? This one, Antrim or something like I that. A N T R U M. That's it's not like that. It's like The Exorcist and 
Oh, like actual like movie. What do you what, explain? What you mean by cursed films? So these go into you know the production of the film and a lot of stuff that happened to okay, the cast yeah. and stuff. Like so that. this this the reason this one was considered cursed was because uh, the film the place where it was first shown burned down while it was showing and fifty seven people died and then every uh, there they've been sent the film has been sent to different film festivals and the people who have received it have died when they would receive the movie. That's why they say it's cursed. Oh uh, yeah, I just never heard that movie. Oh, the, the, it, it's a newer. This it's one, apparently a newer this one. one is a. Uh, most of the episodes are movies, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, The Exorcist. Yeah. Um, uh, The Omen. Mm-hmm. Poltergeist. Nice. The Crow. Oh fuck! Fucking. What's yeah. his name? Can't remember that actor's name. Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee, thank you. <laughs> and then there's one I forget what the last one is. I haven't watched it yet, but it's fan. It's interesting. To, so it's you more know. like a documentary explaining why they think it's great. It's not like showing them. It's not yeah. just like showing the movie, a playlist of all these movies or no, something like that. No, no, okay. it's a documentary about nice. weather. It's interesting to yeah. know a little backstory. I don't think they are, but I think I it's don't, I don't all coincidence. All, yeah, but I don't believe all that shit either. It's fucking yeah, it's pretty interesting if you have Shutter. So now. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. What have we been watching? The Goods. The Goods. Live Hard, Sell Hard, which is, I own this movie on the DVD. And we've referenced, we've talked a lot about it these last couple weeks. Um, uh, it's a movie about, you know, like... Car salesman. Rogue Carl's cars, car salesman. It's just a good fucking funny time. It's, it's fucking hysterical. It's uh, got, it's got very recognizable faces. Yeah, Ken, Jeremy Piven's the main actor in Jeremy this. Jeremy Piven, Ken Jong. um... Ed Helms is in it. This is a Will Ferrell production, right? This is one of his production companies' yeah. movies, because he's—I mean, he's in it. But yeah. yeah, no, I think it's hilarious. It's a very funny movie. Rob, a lot of good, Rob bi- a lot of good bits on it. it. Doesn't have good ratings online, but for a good laugh, I'd enjoy it. Yes. Uh, what did I give it? What did What did you give it, Trev? I gave it an eighty. I fucking love the movie. Oh, sixty-four. Oh, Jesus Christ, Travis. It's enjoyable. It's very enjoyable. I, 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 I put it. I put it right there with Hot Rod because, because it's not like the most what made well done made movie. No, the bits, not. the bits in there are are done. The bits that hit are very funny. When the bits don't hit, it's kind of like, uh. Eh. Yeah. See, every a lot. But of there's the a bits, lot of bits. A that lot hit. of the bits hit. That's why. But I, I mean, the acting right. is kind of. Uh, there's a lot of problems with the film itself. I'm not going to give it... I mean, Rotten Tomatoes got it at 27%. Jesus Christ. I, I'm not going to give it that. I'm not going to give it that low. Yeah. But at a 64, that's enjoyable. Yeah. It's a very enjoyable movie. It's very funny. Yeah. Uh, we watched A Serious Man. <laughs> a Serious Man. Which, if, by the way, for all of you out there, we've reviewed some, some bad movies lately. That's not us picking these movies. That would be our father coming in saying, let's watch a movie... We put on a movie that he wants to watch, and then he leaves. So, yep, this is a Cohen brother film. Uh, this is well regarded. I mean, we it, we found out it was nominated for movie of the year. Yeah, it's got a ninety percent Rotten Tomatoes, eighty two percent on Metacritic, seven out of ten on IMDb. Watching it, I understand why. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's like Oscar bait. Yeah. it's one of those things that they call Oscar bait. It, they, it's. Story about Jewish people. Yeah. And it's a story about a basic man's struggle with regular day life. Uh, there's nothing interesting about it. 
There's no, there's no, there's no real plot to it. It's yeah. just like, it's just like him living out his life and just shit just keeps. And then, at, and then at the end, you know, he makes a decision and then all of a sudden a natural disaster happens. You're supposed to like, you're supposed to, it's, I think this movie's made to make you think a lot yeah. and I just not inch. I wasn't interested enough in the movie to dive that deep in. The problem is they start this movie off in like six, in like 1700s. Back in the old... Back in the old days, and they're, they're speaking... Uh, I think it's Yiddish that, that they speak. And yeah. he's, he's they're talking... To, it's a man and his wife are sitting there talking. He says he's seen this old friend that he said he knew, or the, that he knew the wife or whatever. And the wife is like, this guy died five years ago. Yeah. And then he shows they up at set the up, house. They set up a Dybbuk, which yeah. is a demon, basically. Yeah, it's like, and, okay. In Yiddish... In I, Yiddish uh, I was like, Jewish, okay, I was like, okay, they it's they're gonna have Hebrew. some sort of demon in, in this movie or something like that. Didn't play a role at all the rest of the movie. I think yeah. it's supposed to tell you like he put a curse on the family and that's why he's cursed or something. But they didn't say like this this family is tied to that family or there was no connection there at all. And then like we said, all like the the movie just was down downhill from there, just like his life was downhill from that that moment or whatever. Yeah. The natural disaster hits, but b- right after that opening scene, we see him at the doctor. He's getting a check. He's oh, getting that's X-rays. Right. I forgot about the And then at the thing. very end, as he's getting, as the natural disaster is hitting, he gets a call from his doctor and is like, uh, "We're gonna have to have you come in and, and talk." Yeah, and he's yeah. like, "Can't you just tell me over the phone?" He's like probably better in person so you know he's got some sort of terminal illness it's like what was the point of this movie then what was the point i yeah i really didn't get it it's super baity it's not that great i mean some of the scenes shot well i think the um i think the score to it's good yeah but i just don't think it's worth watching no i I gave it a 38 i i did not enjoy this movie at all i mean it was Hey, I gave it a 35. Yeah, we're, we're right about the same. It's just not... It just wasn't there. There was nothing nothing of substance there. Yeah. Um, we, so... We, we, well, well, before we get into the... We watched Yes Man. We'll talk about it real quick. We've seen this movie a thousand times. Jim Carrey. He starts to say yes to things. Jim, Jim Carrey said, said no at first to everything. Then he starts saying yes. Are you telling then me? Then he said yes way too many times. Are you telling me Zoe Deschanel from <laughs> The New Girl and 500 Days of Summer? And name one more movie that she was in? And the one that I don't know any of. I know. I did in. that to you the other day. I know. It's funny. Uh, I mean, there's one scene where he makes out with her, and I just thought to all I can think to myself was. Zoe D. Chanel's gotta be literally half of Jim Carrey's age. Yeah, it was it's kinda awkward. But yeah, so that Brad Bradley Cooper and Danny Masterson, who I completely forgot were in that movie, are in that movie as his friends. So that was pretty cool. Uh, what would you give Yes Man out of all the times you've seen it? I don't know. I put it right at a sixty, so it's right right around that. Like I get I get some yucks watching it. I I, I laugh a little bit, but it's not something I put on too often. I'd probably say it's been about two years so since I watched the movie. So she is forty now. He's 50. She's forty. Yeah, she's she's not as young as you would think. Never mind. How old is Jim Carrey? Fifty-eight. Still eighteen years. So when right? he so when he started in the industry, she just was born. Because he started on um, fifty-eight. Yeah. Yeah, he started on living in living color when he was like eighteen. Well, he started on Canadian. Yeah, so he started but, on Canadian pay, public access. 
Yeah, so when, uh, when basically when he started, she was just born. So that's still a little creepy. It's a little off, but it's not as bad as I thought. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's get into our actual... Uh, yeah, yes, man, I, I don't know. I, I can't give you a score off the top of my head. I have to really sit down and watch it again. No. I see it in So two movies we're going to review. One's a throwback and one's a new movie. We're going to start off with The Green Hornet from 2011. Classic. The classic Seth Rogen... Who's the other guy in this movie? Uh, the guy who I always Jay thought Cho. was Jay Cho. Jay Chow. Britt Reed, the heir to the largest newspaper fortune in Los Angeles, is a spoiled playboy who has been, thus far, happy to lead an aimless life after his father, Tom Wilkinson, dies. Britt meets Cato, a resourceful company employee, realizing that they have the talent and resources to make something of their lives. Britt and Cato join forces as costume crime fighters to bring down the city's most powerful criminal 5.8 out of 10 imdb 44 percent rotten tomatoes 59 percent romantic critic also in this movie is what's his name who's the who's the villain what's his name i can never remember that actor's name but he's in he's the bad guy he's the the jew hunter and inglorious bastards he's in a lot he's in the uh 007 series Cameron Diaz is in this too. Uh, Christoph Diaz. Waltz. Yes. I always forget Christoph yes. Waltz. Um, it's a bad movie. Yeah, it's a really, not the best. It's not a really best. bad movie. Yes. Um, I don't know a bunch, a much about the Green Hornet's origin, but Seth Rogen plays this like a complete incompetent fuck. Yes. Like he's not able to do anything, and then out of nowhere, he's just able to crime fight. Well, it. it, it... It's funny how it's I'm like, not going to go timeline, time, you know, well, no, timeline no, 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 by timeline. Get, no, no, I'm no, just going to jump around. I'm just saying, I think it's funny how, like, as a kid, the whole thing was he, he was trying to defend this girl, and his dad was mad at him for it and because he, he, he punched the kid in the face or whatever. And all of a sudden, he just uses that. That one time he punched this 10-year-old kid in the face as fuel to fight this fucking drug gang crime syndicate. Like, he always wanted to. He always wanted to, you know, do good and stuff like that. Then but then he have, just becomes like a partier and throws throws TVs out the window. Yeah. And then you have Cato, who was like, he's a mechanical guy. He's you know, he can build anything. He's very. Cato's basically like the Black Widow. Yes, she, except for. For some reason, when bad guys are attacking, he can slow down time. He slows down time, and then things like weapons and actions start to highlight in his brain. Yeah, it's it's wild. I don't know if they inferred that's how it happens, or if they went too literal from the comic book. That's like like the Green Lantern. That's you know when you go absolutely too literal from the comic book, that you have you run into issues. Um, uh, yeah, I don't think the the character, like, it was super basic, character-driven. Um, the action was not bad. Like, some of the stuff was cool, especially when Kato's fighting him, besides, like, the wep- you know the weapons glowing off. Yeah. If the, if he, when, when he's seeing it and the weapons are starting to, you know, highlight, and he's noticing them and he's planning his attack, if they were to just put that in slow motion and not take the color out and then highlight weapons, it would have been a cool scene. Yeah. I, I I don't understand. Like, they're not supposed to be... As far as I know, the Green Hornet is supposed to be kind of like Batman stuff. They're not supposed to have superpowers where they can... Uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. 80% of Google users like this movie, though. That... I don't know how... I mean... 
I don't get how. Did I give you the ratings for this? Uh, other than the Google users. Okay, no. 5.8 out of 10 on the AMDB, 44% Rotten Tomatoes, 39% Metacritic. The, 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 the dialogue was crappy. Uh, it's just, it's not a good movie. You got I'm, any other gripes I'm, with this? I mean... Or did they do anything good I've that been, you liked? The, uh, other than the comedy in it, no, not really. I mean, yeah, even the comedy was a little dry. I the, mean, the comedy was a little over the top. But some there was some funny parts because yeah, it's Seth Rogen. He's yeah. Yeah, Seth, I, uh, Seth Rogen and James Franco are when they get together they're funny. See, that's the thing about like when they do Deadpool. Deadpool is very funny. It's supposed to be a you know com- comedy style comic book. Yes. But they don't go over the top with effects and stuff like that. Everything seems very realistic for the most part. Besides the part that Deadpool can regrow limbs, but that's. You, you know what I'm saying. They yeah, live yeah, in a yeah. world with mutants. So for the most part, though, they keep things level to 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 the scope of what they have, correct? Pretty much. I'm trying to figure out what other comic book movies came out in 2011. Because this, th- these are the same. The, this movie and Green Lantern came out in the same year. This was a, by the way, this was a January release movie. Which should be no shock to anybody. Yeah. This was not a good movie. It, it, but... Green Lantern came out. Sucker Punch. Did you ever watch Sucker Punch? Sucker Punch, I liked. It was. It, it's decent. It Sucker Punch, I liked. Uh, I'm just trying. Isn't um, Nick Cage in that? No, that's Kick Ass. That's Kick Ass. That you're Sorry. thinking of. Sucker Punch. If you look it up, uh, this was the year Fast Five came out. Tw- Thor, the first Thor, came out in 2011, mm-hmm. which I mean isn't the best Marvel movie. X Men. I don't think I ever watched this movie. X Men First Class. I don't think I ever watched this movie. X Men First Class. You mean the one where they we confuse the timeline? No, that's Days of Futures Past. Okay. Which we should have known was gonna be a confusing movie. No, First Class was the first time they go back in time. Yeah, that's to that... to Magneto and yes and um Professor Professor X. X. Yeah, that's the first time we get uh uh Bill Scars. No. No, what's his name? Who are you thinking of? Magneto, young Magneto. Oh, it's um, it's the same guy who plays Superman. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. I can't remember. Hold on, I'll I'll find it right here because it's right here. Um, shit, where'd it go? I just had it. God damn it! This is gonna. This is ridiculous. Don't. The Beaver. The Beaver came out in 2011. The Beaver with Mel Gibson. Yes. What a wild movie that was, Michael you, Fassbender. Ah, fuck! I didn't even get to it. I just, it just. I just, me. I just remembered Michael uh, J- James McAvoy's Professor X, but I was like, God damn it, wrong guy. Cars two came out that year. Oh well, I mean, we're gonna compare Cars two to this. <laughs> this is the year Captain America. The first are you just Avenger gonna name all the movies that came out this no, year? I'm, What's your point? I'm trying to come up with comic book movies that came out in 2011. What's your point? Because it seemed like a lot of bad ones came out in 2011. That's the point I'm making. 2011, not a good year for comic book movies. We could have just said this movie and Green Lantern. This Green Lantern, X Men. The first Thor is a good movie. Okay, it's all right. It's it's not the best that Marvel can do. And I didn't mind X Men First uh, Class. First Class. I thought it was interesting because that's the that's the one where he where Magneto tries to go kill Reagan, right? No, it's before. This is oh maybe it is. I I just remember this one because this is the opening where you find out that. 
Michael Fassbender's parents were in the Holocaust and all that. And, yeah, yeah. And I just love the scene because it, it's McAvoy and Fassbender are in the bar together, and then they, they just turn to Hugh Jackman and they're like, "What's going on?" And he's like, "Go fuck yourselves," and that's it. And they just walks out. Oh, that's, Do you remember that, that part? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, that's before they know that he's he's Wolverine, Wolverine right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, I forgot that scene. Yeah. Oh man, but. Green Lantern, not a not a very good movie. That's for sure. What what did what would you get? What did you give it? What did I give it? I gave the Green Lantern a thirty-two. Oh, see, I had a little. I put it. I put it at forty-five. Just because there is enjoyable the the comedy, they had a little bit of enjoyability to it. I'd rather watch a serious man then watch the great hornet again are you kidding me <laughs> no <laughs> okay i don't want to watch either of them i don't want to watch either of them either but if i had to like if somebody had a gun to my head and was like you either put on the green hornet or a serious but man, i see i put on cats but i see the good stuff more in a serious man it's just the bad stuff you know what i'm saying i get what you're trying to say yeah. yes the next movie we watch oh, okay hold up is a netflix original Yes. By the name of Kareem and Coffee. Nope. It is Kareem and Coffee. You got it backwards. Nope. It's Coffee and Kareem. Why don't you look it up? Because I, I remember writing it down. I'm pretty sure it was Kareem and Coffee. Why would it be Coffee and Kareem? That doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even sound good. Are you doing a bit? Kareem and Coffee sounds so much better than Coffee and Kareem. Are you doing a bit right now? No. Because I understand you the, get the bit. I, I get the bit that they're doing. Can I get coffee and cream? Yeah. Can I get some cream in my coffee? Nobody orders coffee like that. Sure they do. I think you're doing a bit. I'm not doing a bit. Cause you get the coffee, right? You order the coffee. Like, can I get can I get a large coffee? So okay, so you either order coffee at a diner and there's cream on the table. Or you go to like a Starbucks or and something. And you go you and go, you go, Can I get a coffee? And then you go and then they go, Would you like cream with that? And then I say, Yes, can I get some cream in my coffee? You nobody says that. Well, I don't say it because I don't put cream in my coffee. I just get a black coffee. You're fucking with me. Stop doing it. <laughs> Why do you get so mad? Just because I say things different than you. A 12-year-old scheme <laughs> to scare away his mom's new boyfriend, police officer James Coffey, backspires, exposing, exposing his family to a secret network of criminal activity. This released on Netflix. This is a new movie to this year. It has got a 5.1 out of 10 on IMDb, 19% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 35% on Metacritic. Travis loved... I, I just want to, on the record, <laughs> Travis loved this I fucking movie. thought this movie was very funny. I It wasn't... It wasn't the worst movie. It was okay. It was good. I enjoyed it. You'll see in my score that I enjoyed it. The kid bothered me. Yeah, I don't know why the kid bothered me. you. I don't know why either. But he uh, just, there was just something about his face that I wanted to put. I think it was the fact that he was like 12 years old. You guys also thought trying... this was a woman. No, dad thought that. Yeah, you thought, uh, for, or, well, first, well, you thought it was a girl. First time you, I, you ain't gonna yell. The first you time I yell. saw, 
Well, you got me worked up because you got all pissed off about coffee and Kareem. You, oh, you got worked up. I didn't get worked. You're the one who got all pissed. You off just about said it. that I got you all worked up, and then I said you got worked hey, up. Hey, I'm hey, the one hey, who got hey. worked up. You don't have to yell. I'm not yelling. You are. I'm I, talking. I have the headphones. I get to hear how loud you're. Yeah, yelling but you can't me. hear how loud you are. No, I cannot. But I know you're yelling as well. We're both yelling. It's okay. It happens. No. Um. I the first time I saw this kid when he first flashed on the screen, I go, "That's a girl." And then. They showed her a little, or showed him, sorry, showed him a little bit more, and I thought, no, nope, that's definitely go- a boy. After they, I mean, you should have seen it at first. I never thought for once this was a girl. The kid was fat. The kid was fat. Um, it was tough to tell. Well, okay, so what are your issues? The fact that, like, I can understand hating your your the guy who's dating your dad, but the fact that he was like. You know what I'm going to do? I'm 10 years old. I'm going to go to this gang member and have him kneecap. He's 12. Okay, 12. Oh, two more years. Sorry. This 12-year-old is going to go to a gang member and have him take out this guy who's dating his dad, who is a cop. Who's who's dating his mom. Mom, sorry. The guy who's dating his mom, who is Ed Helms. Ed Helms. And and he's like, I'm going to have this gang member kill this cop. This is commentary on what it's like to be a young African-American boy in society now where you have access to pretty much everything. I mean, he does a poetry in class and he does a rap song where he's talking about his teacher's pussy. Which also bothered me because the teacher didn't do shit about it. Because the teachers nowadays can't do anything about it. You could do more than what she did. You could... (laughs) You could send it. I'm sure if a, it's if a, a kid nowadays it's a over, went up there and talked about wanting to fuck his teacher's yeah, pussy. But that's not funny. No you, shit. It's an it's a, it's a, um, over-exaggeration of what our culture is. That's why it's funny. But uh, like the way it was done, just it came off, to me, it came off more annoying than funny. I, it came off very funny to me. I laughed a lot during this movie. How much, liquor, the, how much liquor was in your system while watching this movie? Not that much. You had, a, you had quite a bit. Not, the, not that much. Maybe three or four shots. You still had some liquor influence in there. I still think, I'd watch it right now. I'd still laugh the same. Stuff doesn't get funnier because I'm drunk. That's exactly how shit happens. That's not how it works for me. That's what you think, but things absolutely get funnier when you're drunk. And you think four shots gets me drunk, you're a bitch. I do four shots with breakfast. Big tough guy, huh? Yeah, I'm a big tough guy. Insulting me for liking coffee and cream. I thought the... the, the Well, you'll see my score. I like the movie. After I thought about it, I like the movie. I'm just saying... That the kid bothered me a little bit. I played up the more more the fact of how much I like this movie. Yes. Because you guys hated it. Yeah. So I wanted to play it up big time. Yeah, no. Th- I mean, the story is very adhesive. I think the, the, the way the, the gang members in this act are hilarious. Yeah. The over-exaggeration of, of dirty cops... Very funny. The craziness of how much it made them crazy was pretty funny. Yeah. Like you said, the over-exaggeration. And it's... it's the storyline was good because it's original. You don't really see this very, very often. I love it, which, which, yeah. uh, which I enjoyed for sure. Um, Taraj P. Henson as the mom bothered me just because it's like, beat the shit out of your kid. I don't know why I had so much gripe against this kid, but I wanted this kid to get the shit beat out of him. Kids don't him. anymore. You can't, you can't because kids don't anymore. No. Otherwise, it ruins the story. Yeah. yeah so. But even, at, like, even, after she, even after she found out that the kid, the kid even admitted. That's yeah, how single mothers I, act, though. I, I, just, That's how single mothers act. Yes, yes. Come on, dude. 
you're, you're trying to put like the the story into a different story and be like they shouldn't act like this. It's like this is the story. Well, this no, I'm just happens. saying why it annoys me. Like single moms that act like that annoy me. That's why it annoys me in the movie. Yeah, but it's over exaggeration of it, so it's funny. I can laugh at things. I can usually laugh at things too, but I don't know. It might have been that, but the mood I was in too might have affected it. I don't know, but it was just it, it bothered me. Okay. Because, so what's your score for this thing? I gave it a 72, because I actually enjoyed the movie, now yeah. that I thought about it. Yeah, see? I ended up enjoying the movie, but I'm just saying that... See, I gave little, it a 77. Yeah, these things, the, these little things <laughs> bothered me. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't think there was a single joke that didn't hit in this, and um, I like the original story, Ed Helms, good job, I don't think they, he tried to overact it. No. Uh, we uh, the the casting all the, the way girl through was from hilarious. The hunt was was in it. Yeah, she was the the was main the, the cop who was uh, main dirty cop. Yeah, main dirty cop. So it's fucking funny. And then the old dude, what's that guy? The the guy from the in police Living chief. Co- the guy from In Living Color. Yeah, he was funny too. Yes, this movie's hilarious. Yeah, very very. very f- Enjoy this. You should people should go out and watch it. You got nothing better to do. Might as well. Yeah, go out and watch it. Yeah. To your couch. Go to your couch and watch it. God, I miss the movie theaters. You got you got irritated. Look at you're still mad about it. That's how I know you are irritated because you're still talking about it. Oh shit! I hate when that happens. Look at he's big mad. Um, what happened to you, pal? What did you do? Nothing. Don't even worry about it. Don't worry about it. Look at he's mad. So, since Coffee and Cream such a big hit, <laughs> great movie. Great we're movie. we're going to do a top 10 list of our favorite cop comedies. Yes. Uh, why is that not the first one? Cop comedy. What, what I mean, there's so many of them. I realize. Yeah. A lot of sequels too. Lot of a lot sequels. of sequels. A lot cop, of sequels. Cop, cop do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, Police Academy 2 through 5. <laughs> Big Mama's House 3, Rush Hour 3. I didn't even think about Big Mama's House. <laughs> um, or Doubtfire. Wasn't she a No, cop? no, that wasn't he a cop. He wasn't a cop. No, no, he was, just try- mi- just, okay. he was trying to get back to his family. He okay. was trying to connect okay. with his family. Um, Did you say Rush Hour 2? I said Rush Hour 3. <laughs> okay. Um, What else? What else was there? I didn't think Rush Hour 3 was good at all. Naked Gun... Uh, Super Troopers t- 2. Oh, I forgot about Super Troopers! Oh my god! Oh, no! <laughs> Get smart. Get smart. It's Not so- the original, though. The remake oh. they did with Steve Carell. Yeah, that's the only one I watched. Yeah. That's the only one I watched with Steve Carell and The Rock. And then Starsky and Hutch. Of course, not the original either. No, 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 no. <laughs> ben Stiller. Yes, absolutely. Uh, did you have any other? No, I can't think of any other funny ones off the top All of my right, head. All right, go ahead with your number 10, then. My number 10 is 22 Jump Street. <laughs> the sequel to 21 Jump Street. Okay. Was... I'm going to talk about it right now because it's not my number 10. It's my number 9. Okay, that's fine. But 22 Jump Street, I mean... If we got 22 as on the list, I can only imagine where 21, where 21 is. is. You yeah. guys can only imagine where 21 is. All the, I mean, a lot of it hit in this. Yeah. So it's got the, one of the funniest bits of all time, which is that... Ice Cube bit? Uh, oh, no. Which bit? Yes, yes. The bit between Ice Cube, Jonah Hill, and, and Jonah Hill dating his, his daughter. His daughter. Yes. It's got, that is one of the funniest bits among the whole Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, I really, like, these movies bring Channing Tatum out from just being the sexy guy. He's yeah. fucking hilarious. Yes. Um, my number 10. 
Yes. Cop out. Cop out. What a classic. Not, not critically loved no. at all. But I mean, between Bruce Willis being just Bruce Willis and then and, and then uh, uh, Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan being Tracy, Tracy Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. It's a fucking funny movie. Was that Tracy Morgan's last movie? Because I remember he got in that car accident not too long after Cop Out, and I don't think he's done anything since then. Uh, didn't he do that movie with the uh, the Rock? No, not 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 the Rock, Chris Rock. <laughs> with a rock not the rock a rock <laughs> <laughs> basically i really want to figure this out death at a funeral 10 2010 20. when was cop out <laughs> i don't know cop out was like 2011 i thought i don't know wow whatever uh my number nine so, yeah so my number 10 was cop out but i enjoyed that yes no, my number nine not many people know directed by kevin smith kevin smith number nine rush hour two <laughs> I mean, those Rush Hour movies were fucking great. Uh, Chris Tucker's hilarious. Chris Tucker is hilarious. And you got fucking Jackie Chan, who, not really known for his comedy, fucking hysterical. Yeah, I, I, like I said, it was in my honorable mentions. You put number two in your honorable mentions? Yes, okay. not number three. Got it. Because um, number three is higher up on your list. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, my number nine, 22 Jump Street. Very yes. funny. Uh, number eight for me. Is the one you forgot about, Big Mama's House, <laughs> Fuck, dude, man. which everybody forgets. You know what I'm thinking? Forgetting now, the pacifier with Vin Diesel. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> that one would make the list, but oh I, I god wanted, damn it! I wanted to say that out loud because I forgot about that. Oh, movie. the pacifier. Oh, man. fuck, that was a classic. But Big Mama's House, everybody forgets how great Big Mama's House. Big is. Mama's House was very <laughs> funny. Like all the way through, number two was pretty funny. And then number three, his son got in the suit, which was fucking ridiculous. It was wild. It was a wild movie, but I mean, nothing, nothing beats uh, funny actors dressing up as women. Nothing beats it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot that beats it. It's not even on my list. Nah. Uh, my number, we're number eight, right? Yes. My, <laughs> actually, funny actors dressing up as women. My number eight is white chicks. Thank God, because my number seven is white chicks. That's why I said that. <laughs> I fucking that oh. was the perfect lead in because I was like I was gonna use that same lead in for my number seven. <laughs> White chicks, White with chicks. the Wayans brothers oh. is a fucking masterfully written comedy, Terry and then Cruz. you put those two in. The 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 that worst was, white women costumes ever, and nobody even says anything that they don't look anything any, like them. They don't even look like regular people. <laughs> Terry Crews falling in love with one of them oh. is fucking hysterical. And it's brought us one of the best scenes of all time. <laughs> Terry Crews singing "Make It My Way." And I need you. And I miss you. Like, fucking hysterical. I mean, everything, all the jokes in that movie hit Yeah, hard. very hard. And, and it's like, still like easily do, one of the most Like they do movies. in Wayans Brothers movies, usually. Yeah. Anything the Wayans touch is usually, usually very pretty funny. good. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was, and that was funny that I was like, I don't even have any women. Wait <laughs> a second. Why, that's why I was like, I, 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 I'm so glad I said that because I was gonna just use it for my lead-in. But <laughs> what a great timing for yours right, too. So that was my number eight. My and number seven. Number seven. My number seven is Beverly Hills Cop with Eddie Murphy. Oh fuck! I forgot about Beverly Hills. 
Bill's Come. Now, it's been a while since I've watched this, so I'd have to rewatch it to really give you a, a big... Good breakdown. A good hint, uh, you know, good, you know, of what I really like about it. But I remember watching this a ton yeah. as a child. So. And it's one of those movies where if you see it on or if it's on... It like used to be, it used to be on like Comedy Central all the time. Yeah, it's one of those oh, that you, that you know, they have watch. Eddie Murphy weekends, and you, yeah. watch, you watch Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. I thought it was... Yeah, I think that movie's very funny, and it deserves to be on this list. Yes. Okay. Uh, number six for me is where 21 Jump Street comes in. I mean, a fucking classic. A classic. Whoa. One of, easily one of the most quoted movies of all time. Uh, Rob Riggle's character was fucking hysterical. Yeah, my Cool Ranch D's. Just my Cool Ranch D's. Yeah. I mean, just so much. It, it kind of brought back cop comedies for me. Yeah, it was a good job. In a, in a world where uh, they do too, in a world where they do too many remakes, yes. they hit on one. Yes. Uh, my number six. This is where Rush Hour comes in. Chris Tucker, Bru- Jackie Chan. I almost said Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Jackie Chan. Fucking hilarious. Yes. Good story at the time. Original. Very original story. Yes. Super rewatchable. Jamalni. I mean, I can't Facetime right now. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was my next. Uh, So that was your number six, right? Yes. Okay. My number five is Police Academy, which has brought one of the greatest actors in my mind. Can't think of his name though, but the guy who makes all the different sounds. Uh. What is his name? Oh, I almost had it. I almost had oh, it. Oh, God. It's uh, fucking... I, I can't get it. But, I mean, Police Academy is a fucking hysterical movie. I, I don't think I've ever... I forgot. Um, I don't think I've ever watched it all the way through. So I couldn't put it on my list. I don't think I've ever watched it all the that, way through. That makes sense. I know they made, like, 20 of them. They, that, the, well, that's why I said at the beginning, for my honorable mention, Police Academy 2 through 5. Because yeah. they made so many movies. Michael Winslow. Got it. Bad boy, Michael Man. Winslow. Damn, that's what I'm talking about. It's fucking fantastic. Good. Uh, always wanted to be like him, just because he did such good sound effects. Uh, my number five here, of course, Super Troopers, yes. Broken Lizard. Has hit big with this one. This is the one when whenever you ask about you know those guys, this is the one movie that everybody thinks Super of. Super Troopers. Every bit in there is hilarious. I mean, the characters are freaking funny. It brought me into liking the rest of their films. If I were to change, I'm not gonna change my list. But if I were, that's where it would get, it would replace Police Academy. Yeah, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, number four. Which I don't know if you remember this, or if this is on your list. List. Hot fuzz. Dude, that's my number four. Yeah, nice. That's my number four. Double fist bump. The, Hot the, fuzz. the, the guys who do uh, dude, Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Uh, uh, I, what I, is his name? I don't. I don't remember their names ever. Sean Penn? No. 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 It's something different. Sean Penn is. I know who Sean Penn. Is. <laughs> Sean Penn is point. Point Break, which you've never seen, <laughs> yeah. which is fucking wild. <laughs> but uh, no, Hot Fuzz, I love, I love that, and I didn't think you would have it on your list because it's a lot of super dry comedy, I love like that, that British I love style that stuff. But you I don't, love, what, you I don't like this. the Monty Python stuff. Not a big fan of Monty Python, but I love everything these guys do. Like they're a little Sean bit and, more upfront about yeah. it. Yeah, they're a little bit more upfront. Simon Pegg, yes. Nick Frost, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. hilarious movie, Hot Fuzz. The fact that they're just like going around and they're like, we gotta get guns now. And yeah. that one thing, because because in England and stuff they can't have guns. Yeah, yeah. And, and they they kind of took the whole 
they put a new spin on a mur- uh, like a, a, a whodunit type thing too. Because the whole thing was they were ch- they were tracking down crime lord, right? Crime lord or something like that. Yeah, it's been a while since I watched it, but I've always That's had gonna be fond a- memories of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, number three for me, because that was your number four. Yeah, correct? yeah. Uh, number three for me is where Rush Hour comes in. Yeah. I fucking love that movie. Yeah. The amount of times Big we, we watched that, we watched that as a kid. I mean, as a kid, Tyler started doing Michael and J- Michael Jackson impersonations because of this movie. You know what? I think you're right. I know. I know. <laughs> I I'm right. I'm not wrong. Right. I'm not wrong. God, what a fucking memorable. Tyler used to just run around and just do spins, grab his little wiener, yes. and go hee hee. Oh my god, that's right. That was from. Oh my god. Thank, thank you for that. What a nostalgia pull, right? Yeah. There. My no, so my number three. Um, now they're kind of private detectives, so I, uh, they're not really police. But this is the nice guys. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it kind of... I, I, would, it kind I would accept of, it. I'd it kind of fits, it. it kind of doesn't. I think it's a fantastic movie in general. It's got it's got comedy, it's got action, it's got storyline. Uh, it's... Who are the... Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling and, and what is the other... Russell Crowe? Russell Crowe, yes. Gr- fucking fantastic. If you ever watch The Night Guys, Nice Guys... It's, it's it. it's not only is it fucking hysterical, is <sighs> the story, the action in it is very yeah. good too. Yeah, uh, very well put together. Yeah, movie. good quips, good quips. I like, I really like that movie. Number two, number uh, two, the other guys, Will Ferrell, too Mark low, Wahlberg. too low, <laughs> too low. I'm ex- I don't know. I, I thought we were gonna have the same number one, but no. Uh, the other guys. Oh my god, was a fucking. Who's your, what's your number one special? Spencer Confidential. <laughs> No, it's okay. gonna be one, and I I just know it. You didn't even you didn't even think of this. My movie. my number two my number two is Twenty One Jump Street. Didn't even think of this movie. I fucking knew it. Oh, I'm not, I can't wait. We talked about Twenty Two Jump Street, Twenty One Jump Street. I mean the 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 just re. The rewatchability. The of this rewatchability, movie. the comedy, like and coming out and realizing how funny Channing Tatum is in this movie with Jonah Hill, yeah. who downplays everything, plays a different role. I like the whole spin on when they were in high because like that's what happened in the show was they, they go back to high school and they just act the same way. The yeah. fact that they go back to high school and it's and like it's completely different. flipped, yeah. so they gotta switch roles. And they do it in twenty two Jump Street too. The different angle on the comedy and stuff like that, and and they, what what a crime what a crime movie what a crime comedy can do is very I fucking love Dave that movie. Franco added a great bit of flavor there too, yeah, which yeah. Was, it was a good uh, side yeah. side comic basically. Yeah. Blanking on what it is. Yeah. My no. number one, and you're gonna be devastated. Ace Ventura, Pen Detective, dude. Oh man! Ace Ventura, Pen Detective. I didn't even think about him as a cop. He's a cop. Dude, he's a detective. The detective is in the title. Oh man! <laughs> I knew he was gonna be devastated. What a that fucking moves, masterpiece! That moves my list around. I know it, it does. Is. I thought, I honest to God, thought we were gonna have when you didn't say the other guys. I thought we were gonna have the same two and one. Honestly, I still would have put the other guys first. I really? think the other guys is better than Ace Ventura by I just, far. I fucking love it. It's one of my favorite. Roles for Jim Carrey, and I love Jim Carrey movies. Man, I just God thought, damn it, Lisa's out. Come on, Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is a man. 
Ugh. Or Einhorn the man. I always forget. I always get it backwards. Einhorn. Finkel. Finkel, Finkel was the was the kicker. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's the same person. But it, well, yeah. Good point. Fuck, man. I guess it is a cop comedy. Dan Marino, man. Dan Marino. <laughs> oh man. Can I ask you a question? I mean, did you even put the other ones in the in the um in the in the honorable mentions? Yeah. No. Okay. I was going to, but I couldn't remember the title of. I think the second one is like "When Nature Calls." Or yeah. They, so I couldn't remember. Ace Ventura, "When Nature Calls." I couldn't remember it when we were doing it, so I wasn't gonna say it. Fuck. So Travis is number one. My number one is the other. The guys. other guys. I mean, I there. It's a nonstop laugh fest. You actually, this is a this is the great part about this movie. And that that I find when you're watching a comedy movie, if you can do this, you laugh so hard sometimes you step on other jokes inside the movie. I, if you if you like can control yourself and not laugh, you notice so many jokes that you just ju- you jump over. So one 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 moment that I always think about when I uh, when we talk about this movie is the first time I ever saw this movie. I went with my buddies. We were probably like ten years old to the movie theater. There was probably like eight of us. And we were laughing so hard that the rest of the... Uh, there was a guy in front of us who had to turn around and tell us to shut the fuck up. Because we were laughing so hard at this movie. It's like, I don't think the guy realized how funny this fucking movie was. Yeah. I still laugh that hard now. And I've probably seen it a hundred different times. Oh, yeah. This I is... mean, Samuel L. Jackson and The Rock at the beginning are I mean, fucking I it hysterical. sets up the tone for the movie. Uh, ju- jump for the bushes. Aim for the bushes. Aim for the Not bushes. Not a bush in sight. <laughs> Not a bush in sight. Uh, you have... You weren't 10 Rob... because maybe this came out in 2010. So 11. I was 11 years old. No, well, you weren't 10. I wasn't 10. Sorry, I was 11 years old. Um, but, uh, well, when in 2010? No, I don't know. What was the month release? I didn't. Though? I already closed it. I'm not going to look. Okay. Um... Uh, who's the other guy? It's it's Rob Riggles with him. Who's the other cop that? Uh, he's a Wayans. Is he one of the Wayans? He's brothers? a Wayans. He's the, fucking, I think he's the youngest one, right? Fucking hysterical. Here, I'll pull, I'll, pull, I'll go back and I'll pull up the cast. Um, fucking what? Oh God, what is bat? Uh, what is Batman's name? I'm blanking on the the captain. Oh, um, actor uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, fucking yeah. hysterical. Like we, like we the always TLC talk about references. the fucking the whole bit throughout that movie of just referencing TLC. The song. fact that he work he works at fucking <laughs> Bed Bath and, Bed, Bath, and Beyond. Bed, Bed Bath and Beyond when he's or, or uh, is it Bed Bath? Bed, no, it's Bed Bath and Beyond yeah. while he's a police captain. <laughs> yeah, fucking hysterical. Yeah. Uh, the the Will Ferrell, the Will Ferrell bit the that all the him. hot women love him. He used to be a pimp. Uh, Mark Wahlberg's bit through the whole movie of every time, <laughs> every time they he just knows all these different things because they used he to learned use all, it. He learned all this stuff like ballerinas singing and what to make fun to of to make fun of gay kids in the neighborhood that used to, to make do them, it make them look how stupid they are. <laughs> it, yeah, it, and the fact that he's he shot Derek Jeter before a World Series game, <laughs> and they show the scene and it's just like he shoots Derek Jeter and he goes, "I'm Derek Jeter. You, you shot, shot me, me, you dick." I want to know how much they paid Jeter for that scene. Oh my god! Yeah, he's a fucking Yankee Clipper. The Yankee Clipper. I told him to stop ten times. Like, <laughs> you're, why are you stationed in the? <laughs> I just uh, the, 
everything, everything, everything has to do with the whole time because it, it's it's them chasing down a fraud case, yes, like, like a tax fraud or something like that. And he's investigating. Mark Wahlberg is like, it's connected to drug lords, blah blah blah. Yeah. And he's like, where are you learning this? This is not a movie. <laughs> and then at the very end, it's like <laughs> drug, drug lord, everything, and, yeah. and uh, you know, what well, another? What was it? We were gonna create a version. We we're gonna create a ver an African version of Dora the Explorer or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, a New Zealand version. Yeah, yeah, uh, um, Zealand Nigerian Nigerian, Nigerian version. Of, yeah, yeah. Um, you the whole bit of getting getting bribed by the by the head guy who they're after the police. Oh yeah, it's Steve Coogan's character. That's the guy. Steve, Steve Coogan's, Coogan's character. character. All right, you got. All right, <laughs> we're not gonna oh, courtside to the Knicks. And he's like, yeah. God damn it, was that a bribe? Yeah, yeah. it was. He goes. Uh, we're not gonna Jer find us again. All right, you got Jersey two choices: Jersey Boys or Jer Mama Mia. Jersey Boys or Mama Mia. How <laughs> was Jersey keep, Boys? It they wasn't keep, good. They just keep giving it. It was it. fantastic. Oh god! I mean, everything about no that, more water with the lime. We're gonna yeah. Everything yeah. about that movie just like hit I said. Very if, well. Like I said, if you laugh too hard, you will step on some just. of the some of the minor bits that are in this. Yes. Yeah, it's the culmination of of. I mean, I think this cat, this top ten category that we made, this is the only one that could be on the top. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, except for Ace Ventura: Bet Today. Yeah, I mean, I think that still would have been high on my list. Yes. But those are the those are easily the top two for me. Easily, I had no like. Yeah. That's why I said this list is so uh, when when we were putting together, I was like, this list is pretty easy because I was able to come up with a top five pretty quickly. Well, like it, we we noticed at the very beginning of this list that. We miss stuff too. Yeah. That's the interesting thing is I'm glad we and don't, I get, I get I'm glad we don't miss the same too. stuff, yeah. you know. That's the, that's the thing is like when we when a lot of these categories I don't come up with I don't just try, try and take categories that are online yeah. because if you don't have a little bit of interpret self-interpretation, yeah. you you miss you, you you either have the same exact list or you miss stuff. Yeah. You know and, what I'm saying? And, and what I like is it's our top 10. So our top 10 isn't always going to coincide with what everybody, like, what yeah. the rankings say. Because, yeah. like, nobody's gonna, nobody else is going to have goddamn... Yeah, so, like, when I... When I when Hot I, Fuzz at number four. Like, people yeah. don't even think about that movie. Yeah. So, like, when I, when I try and do it, like, when I try to do this one and try and do some research just to make sure I don't miss movies and stuff like that. Yeah. It's cop movies... Or or it's detective or buddy or, yeah, buddy or it's either comedies, cop movies or buddy cop movies and yeah. buddy cops like somebody had I was looking through a list and it was end of watch and I'm like there's nothing funny about that that movie. is one of the saddest movies fantastic movie by the way if you've never seen end of watch on it's Netflix, on Netflix. You go watch, watch that. it but yeah no so uh, for me it's like wow. Yeah. But that was a, that was a good list. That was a fun list. Yeah. I hope you don't mind too when we do when we do the like comedies and stuff like that. Uh, we kind of just like we just ran through all the bits in the movie at the end. But it's one of those where no matter how many times you hear the bits, I don't think it gets old. I don't think it ever gets old. It, I, I find that to happen with a lot of Will Ferrell movies for me. Yeah. Holmes and Watson. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Travis absolutely hates that movie. Well, I don't like that. But movie. like Step Brothers. Step Brothers. I don't think it's as bad as everybody said. No. But it's not good. Step Brothers. You never get tired of that. Yeah. Fucking uh, Anchorman. Talladega Nights. These movies, like these bits, you know what's gonna happen. You understand the bits, but yet it's still still funny. It's the same. Yeah. I think he's one of the best comedian. Like 
like movie comedians, not like comedy actors. There's, yes, comedy well, actors. comedy actors and writers, because him with Adam McKay, they write and direct these movies too. Yes. So it's not just it's not just him acting yeah. in it. You but mean, even him just as a I writer mean, they do too, improv like, on St- Saturday Night Live. He did yeah. improv, and he's fantastic. Yeah. I've, I've, I don't think he ever done stand up, but I don't think I don't think he can. I don't think so. He's, it's a it's a different kind of thing. Like yeah. Joe Rogan is funny, different, funnier. I think he's, he's one of the master. I think he's one of the masterminds of our craft, like Dave Chappelle. Yeah. But I hold them in different regard from Will Ferrell. Say Will Ferrell and um, who else is another guy like that? Maybe maybe Jim Carrey. Jim. Uh, well, Jim Carrey did do stand up at the beginning. Though. I didn't. I never liked his shit. It's too hacky. Yeah. Too bitty. Yeah. That, it, but that's, it's a lot. It's, it's a what, lot of bits. It's at what once. got him. It's what got him his into is it's same thing like Robin Williams. They got it got them from on stage to in yeah. movies really fast. I would say. Yeah. I would say. I would put him in that master class of actors for sure. But he's also somebody who was able to do stand up, unlike Will Ferrell who. Couldn't really do stuff. I don't think I don't, I've ever I don't seen think, think I've ever seen it, but I don't think he's ever tried. I don't think yeah, he's ever yeah, needed to, yeah. because after after that group that that in the ni- in like the nineties and eighties of uh, that group of people who did that stuff, yeah, uh, that went from you know you do you you go you go do stand up. You have to do stand up, then you have to go do movies. Then you have to go, go no, like, you have uh, to go get into like an improv, and then you go join this group, and then yeah. you get on this TV show, yeah. and you get syndicated. Then you can go do movies. Like yeah. it was old school. Joe Rogan talks about it a lot, like an old school method, and it's changing now. It doesn't have to happen like yeah. that. So well, I think yeah. stand up comedy is becoming more mainstream now too. I don't, no, I don't, it's always been. Has, it, has it always it's been always that been kind of bit? See, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm kind of newer to the stand-up game. I yeah, you really, don't know anything. I'm, see, there we go. Travis got to shut me down. <laughs> like, couldn't end. Couldn't end this podcast without you know. Without insulting demean, your talent. Without, without demeaning. All right, Ty, go ahead and pop the UAV. All right, bye.
Sydney Bridge.